Hey everyone, welcome back to the BMX in our blood. In the background, you'll hear a song that is all for Trey Jones. Eastbound and down from the Smokey and the Bandit movie. So anyway, enjoy this episode. It's a long one. Trey wanted to set a record, and we did for the longest episode of the BMX in our blood so far. Stay in it. Listen close. There's a lot of good stuff in here, and it's definitely worth every minute. So enjoy, and have a great week. Talk to you all soon. You want to take the uh, the picture of this is perfect. <laughs> there's there's old regular man and then there's styling. No, I, I'm I'm an old man in a 25 year old. Well, actually, I'm a 25 year old in an old man's body. Well, that's gonna make sure your testicles were tucked in. <laughs> this is gonna that's gonna be perfectly clear by the time we're done with this interview. That's for sure. That you are definitely an old soul. Oh, not just not my soul. Yeah. My knees are definitely old. Uh, I'm 25. I'll be 26. In People July. ask me at my age all the time, like, "Well, my knees are 80." Yeah, yeah. Like, dude. It's like I have to, I'm twice the age of Trey. And what would that be to Shane? All right, so welcome to the BMX in our blood. I'm with Trey Jones. Thank you, Trey. No Appreciate problem. it. Thank you, Joe. And Shane Hallahan happens to be here. And Brett yeah. Downs happens to be here. This is kind of everyone's cool. Everyone's here. We're it's in like an executive part of the wheel mill right now. Yeah. A very special area. Which is Shane's that, office. Which is Shane's office, yeah. yeah. Exactly. This is kind of where he comes to chill when he doesn't want to deal with the crowds because... So many autographs. Yeah. Get away from the girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's get to Shane's question right off the bat because Shane has a question for you. Okay. And it's related to relationships, straight up. I mean, he's a man of many relationships, so... Many women. Yeah, in... Okay, well, to answer your question, Shane, yes, I can adopt you. That's good. That, 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 that's good. <laughs> Not that kind of relationship. It was actually... But what is your question for Trey? Does Jesco have a girlfriend? Does Jesco have okay, a girlfriend? That's, that's a sore subject because Jesco <laughs> loves... Okay, so his number one girl, you guys are going to love this, his number one lady is Cody Diggs' dog, oh. Maple. That's his girl. That's his really? number one. But... Mape will not give him the time of day. He adores her. We're saying it's like Chris Farley and Angelina Jolie together, but that, that but she she analogy. does not she does not want anything to do with him. He'll like sneak up on her and sniff her, and then as soon as he gets she get she notices he's she's gone. No, so, way. oh my god. Yes, he has he he adores her, but she's not. She's really? not, not interested, huh? No. So Jessica's making moves, and yeah. and Maple's not having. He it. loves the ladies, but the ladies don't love him. Really? So, yeah. Even after all that time they spent together at Swamp yeah. Fest prepping for the yeah. jam. Yeah, just never, never just hit never it off. Clicked? No, that's a lot of time together too. Yeah. Well, I guess if it was. He tries happen, to play the I'm happen. famous card, but they don't fly. The girls don't. The girls actually want a good-looking man. So. Didn't do like daughter of the Nora Cup winner or nothing. <laughs> That didn't work. That'd be like a celebrity BMX uh, relationship right there. I I know. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we could possibly get together, get married, and maybe have mini Nora Cup winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Man. Wow. It's a sore subject, but yeah. Wow. Mape is his his girl, but she doesn't want anything to do with him. 
There's your answer. Jesco's still on the market, I guess, and so is Maple. <laughs> yeah. Maple, and they're both on the market. Maple's right? saving herself for, for a marriage, but Jesco just wants, he just wants a one-night stand, that's, <laughs> to be honest. Like, that's that's he, that's his tactic. That's what he's going for. Well, and Jesco's clearly searching at this park, mostly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see Jesco all over the park. Yeah. He's got to learn how to get out of the bowl first. Didn't, wasn't there a video <laughs> Jesco stuck in the bowl? Yeah, he can't. Well, like, if it's, like, more than, like, a four-foot quarter, it's not. Well, no, no that, that's not true. Yeah. If it, it, it depends on the terrain. Okay. So if we're talking, like, plywood ramps, he can get up a five-foot quarter because he okay. can get some pretty good traction. But if yeah. it's a bowl, like a concrete bowl, we're four-foot max, if really? that. With a running start, but. Yeah, but he, he can, for how big he is, he can move pretty quick. That should still be pretty impressive to other dogs, I would think, <laughs> to get up a four-foot quarter. Yeah, but Maple, she can move quick, so she's not impressed by someone running up a five-foot uh, plywood quarter pipe. I think Maple has yeah. done the main line at Cody's. <laughs> yeah. So, Trails yeah. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, they are, they're, they are definitely She's bigger. a different breed, so. Shane, that was a really good question. That really kicked things off heavy. Out of all those people that ask questions, no one asked that. Yeah. He's the only one that really cares about Jessica. Yeah. He's the most important thing in my life. So, <laughs> exactly. There's one more question I have. Go okay. for it. Do you like unicorns? Depends on the unicorn, but yes. Okay. Okay. What, what, what type of unicorn are you talking about? Uh, one with wings, with a horn. So, yes, yes, yeah. I, I, I would like that type of unicorn. Do you like unicorns? All right. There we go. Wow. I'm trying my hardest to identify. I usually don't in these interviews, but I'm really trying hard to identify. But I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I mean, I'm, I'm more into flat earth, I guess. I don't know. It's, oh, God. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, geez. I'm not. Oh, Let's just stop. Not One at all. Those. No, I just heard it. I just heard a Nine Club interview, and they were. It was with. Uh, Ty, Ty Evans. Um, yeah, Ty Evans, and his his video is actually called yeah, Flat, Flat Earth. Earth. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was that was where that reference came from. So <laughs> anyway, let's get some other funny ones out of the way first. So you're getting married this fall, right? Yeah, November. Yeah. Yep. All right. So your fiance is Kelsey Kramer, Scotty's sister. Yep, Scotty and so, little sister. A, a question that's just burning at me and. And I'm going to say this incorrectly on purpose, just so people don't think I'm stupid. Are you going to keep your maiden name of Jones? <laughs> okay, so many people have asked me this. Okay, so uh, or, yeah. are you gonna, or are you going to take, or is she going to take the the maiden name? Of, of well, Jones? obviously, Kramer is a little bit more of a sacred name than Jones. It's like literally the most boring name you could ever imagine. Um, no, she actually talks about it all the time. She's like, she's like, oh my god, I don't want to be called J- Kelsey Jones. That is like the most boring name ever. There's probably a thousand Kelseys. I'm like, I'm like, sorry, Kelsey. Like, right. this, this is the hand I was dealt. Can't I can't? Like, what do you want? She's like, well, you can be Trey Kramer. Actually, you know, it was funny. Like, she was joking about that, obviously. Right, right. But um, my dad came over like right after the engagement and stuff like that, and uh, she and we were just talking about we were talking about that, you know, like the and. Uh, Kelsey's like, well, Trey's just gonna take my last name, and he's like, hell, he's not. Hell, he's not. You'll be a Jones. That's for damn sure. Like, you know, like, like my dad was just like, super, you know, super macho redneck Florida dude. Like, hell right, no, right. my son ain't taking none. They ain't gonna change his last name. So, it was super funny though. But-
Maybe I'll be yeah. Maybe I'll be Jones hyphen Cranmer. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll I can deal with that. Trey Jones hyphen Cranmer. Maybe I'll, hey, maybe I'll get some more sponsors out of that. Maybe Mon- maybe Monster will finally sponsor me if my last name's Cranmer. Right. Right. I always wanted to be a legend. Yeah, yeah. So you're obviously a, a guy that's into history, whether it be film or BMX. Yeah. And both. And actually, I have. I wish I brought my bag up. I have two things for you. I brought two things for you. Really? An old BMX video that I'm sure Brett remembers. It's a 1986 freestyle video. Is it the one with Scott Town? Um, uh, no. No, not this, this has multiple sports in it. It has snowboarding, it has snowboarding BMX, and I uh, forget, Skateboard? skate. It has to be skate. Yeah. So I have that, and I have one Skyway peg. <laughs> I couldn't find the other one. How it's long is it? Three inches? Two and a half? It's that long. And it, yeah, and it's no bigger than Brett's, Brett's pinky. Hell yeah. Yeah, so you can have those when we get downstairs. But um Hell so, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So I'm gonna quiz you first because oh, you're God. a real you're a real I'm... mid school and and uh, after I fail all these questions I will I'll won't. I'll explain my mid school uh, <laughs> okay. uh right, um, good. obsession. All right, well trust me, I'm gonna throw you some softballs too, but okay. what's Jenny's number in the band that played the hit? <laughs> Uh, what is what is the band and what is the number? The number. It's Rick Springfield. Jenny's. Correct. Nope. Rick Springfield doesn't sing that. No. Tommy Two Tone. Oh, same same Rick thing. Is Jesse's girl. Yeah. Oh, Jesse. I'm thinking yeah, 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 Jesse's yeah, yeah, yeah. girl. Jenny's number. Jenny's the song number. is Jenny. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yes. He passes question number. Listen, one. my dad has listened to plenty of classic rock <laughs> in the radio. I know all the classic rock. All right. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know the name by judging that I got the question wrong. You, but no, but you answered the question. You got you go. it. That's it. You're golden. That's You're one for, one for one. Um, all right, what's this is a tougher one. What is the name of the famous JCPenney jeans that the poor kids wore back in the <laughs> 80s and 90s? The term Brett, poor Brett kids is this. is slightly offensive, but I don't know. It was me. Bugle, was bu- Bugle Boy? Something like that? I don't JC know. Penny, no, uh, think of pockets that have nothing on them, and that's the name. I have no clue. Plain pockets. I've never heard that. All right, it was kind of an off question. All right, let's go right to your Trans Am. Oh God! Name, name the actor that drove the Trans Am in the nineteen seventy seven Smoking and <sighs> the Bandit movie. Oh come on now, Burt Reynolds, baby. All right. Come on. Who was the stunt coordinator for that? <laughs> I don't know the stunt coordinator. No, no, this is actually uh, same so, one that this, that. This makes um, sense. This makes sense. Yeah. See where he's going. Yeah. Okay. And this was this was your question, Brett, right? Or was it uh, oh, Mike? Mike Patasny said it. Um, uh, same stunt coordinator for the movie Rat. Oh, he was the same stunt, same stunt coordinator that did Rad that did Smoking the Bandit. Um, yes. 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 Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. He, um, he, I think he was yes, the yes, 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 the director yes. of Rad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not was the stunt coordinator or direct director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, only saying this name because I remember it popping up on the screen in Rad, but I don't. I it's the only one that's popped in my head is Hal Needman. That's it. Need him. That's it. Need him. Need him. Okay. You got it. I just remember seeing that name on the screen. That's it. I don't. I, I'm honestly. I have no idea how. You're that doing I, awesome. Correct. Okay. You're doing awesome. I told you. I'm not throwing you under the bus here. Was right. he? A, wait. Was, so was he a bike rider? No. I don't need him now. No. He just saw no. kids riding BMX and said, "I need to make a movie about this." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, I have an, I, have, I have a question for you. Sure. What movie was? There was a movie that was a number one, 1977. Smoking Bandit was number two. What was the number one movie? First of all, 
you're not allowed to ask the host questions. Oh, I'll flip this whole one. thing around. Yeah, but I will try my best to answer Think it. Think about it. 77. I saw it seven times in the theater. Okay, well, don't, don't, be, don't answer it. Well, it can't be, it can't be E.T. It has to be uh, Star Wars. Yep. Okay. For Star Wars. Gosh, I was half sweating a, it. Half a mile to the movie theater at the mall. Yeah. It cost me a dollar twenty-five to get in. Yeah. Seven times. Oh man, that, I was nervous. I was about to just quit the interview for the second time already. <laughs> um, who was the owner of the the BMX frame company GHP? Greg Hill? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're so much smarter than you think Well, you I, thought, are. I saw it. I, I have a GH. I was like, what What rider has a GH? I was like, ah. Greg Hill. Greg Hill also hates John Paul Rogers, if you guys didn't know that. Oh, I'm, I was pretty clear on that. John Paul has, because, made, that, has, has made that bad. Yeah, I think Dave Dave Clymer and John Paul pretty pretty much had it orchestrated. <laughs> Actually, I can't believe I got that right. I didn't even know he had a bike company. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. GH, uh, Greg Hill, I guess. You're, you're doing awesome. We're almost, we've only got a couple more. Just, uh, just I'm, ha- I'm hazy on the 80s, man. So that's... What, do mean, what do you mean you're hazy? You're doing awesome. All right, so um, who was the Vans team manager in the 90s? Maybe even been in the late 80s, but I think it was 90s. And he used to bring, uh, he used to bring guys around uh, doing trick team shows, and he had a BMX racing team for Vans. And his son's name was Beetle. Well, I know it's not Jerry Batters then. Um, no. I have no idea. His first name is Everett. His first name is Everett? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Rosecrans. Never, so that's, never that's heard of him. One. Go but straight they, up, Shane. Okay. Shane, he'll be meeting up with you soon. Thanks, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, he's like, Shane he's like, Hallahan. He's, he's like, I don't know what, what these old guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, we I'm just... Like, I really want to just go ride. Right, we just <laughs> we just dove into an area that's completely not interesting to him. He doesn't even know 2015. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He was... Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, you might know this one. Uh, all right, here we go. This one is... Uh, the name of the Vision Streetwear's competitor that mocked them. For in this for skateboard, sorry. Think of the opposite of vision. If you don't have vision, you are I have no clue. Blind. Mark and Dallas. Oh okay, yeah. Blind. <coughs> the whole window of the street. Yeah. Do you know who owned Vision? No, I didn't know. Uh Brad Dorfman, right? Is that right, Brett? Brad yeah, Dorfman? Is that vision? Yep. Anyway, Vision was really super kooky. Like, yeah, they had you guys are first, talking way out of my. I, I'm not good with the '80s stuff. I gotta find more stuff. It to was give just you. streetwear. Yeah. yeah, they were the first. Yeah. Didn't Hop, didn't Hoffman ride for him for a little bit, right? No, nope. uh, Matt didn't ride for Vision. Swore. No. Yeah, you sure? I'm, I think. Really? He, I could have swore I saw him in Vision. Walked for a minute, rode for Box, but he didn't ride for Vision. Okay. Oh man, I swore. Well, either did. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. He did well. He did the, the impact, Swatch Impact. Or, no, Matt didn't. No. Yeah, I was thinking Matt's, Blyther and Haro, yeah. but. Oh, hey, Scott. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Uh, we found yeah. the show <laughs> <laughs> We just got that. Wait, we may have. Uh, this is a perfect. Ex- this like, is... Explain what's happening right here. Show me the shirt. Oh. <laughs> they are currently in a film session right now. That's right. BMX is in our blood. Yeah. 
Podcast. Podcast. How's it going right. so far? Uh, pretty good. Work. He's uh, so far. I'm getting. Uh, I'm doing you, more of like a questionnaire than a, have, than a than an interview right yeah. now. You have two out of seven right. We're testing his mid school knowledge. No, we're going old. Let whoa, 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 whoa. Mid school is a rough term. I'm, we're talking old school. He's asking right, about Greg did, Hill and stuff in oh, that. Yeah. And who directed That's Rad? Not That's not mid school. Uh, I wasn't his, even born yet. His company did did just shut down for the second time. So he did get through. Brett can back me up on yeah, this. I brought but, my head historian with more, me. More importantly, we're taking a poll. <laughs> yeah. When he gets married, what's his last name going oh, to be? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I started, off the, I started was... off the podcast by asking, I, I said, you're marrying Kelsey in the fall. Are you going to keep your maiden name of Jones? <laughs> so we decided it's going to be Trey Jones hyphen Cranberry. No, man. I think it's Hopefully we can gain some sponsors out of it. That's what, that's, that's, yeah, that's what we're going for. Yeah, he instantly turned it into, hmm, maybe I can get some. That's amazing. I can finally get, get, energy, can finally get an energy drink sponsor out yeah, of it. That's amazing. We'll figure that one out. Well, listen, we just wanted to come check out here and just, uh, I don't know, we're just kind of talk about how awesome Joe's podcast is. And, I'll let you guys know that Trey's going to be doing one. Yeah. All right? So, we're Thanks. on our way. We're going to go explore. Thanks for Enjoy, catching. And Thanks we'll for, see you guys soon. Thanks for catching the most serious part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck in the question, by the way. All right, excellent. I'm not doing so I hot right now. might so. like that. I'm not doing so hot. I want to be here for the one question. I just want to hear it. All right, last one. Uh, from that era, name the AC name the ACS plastic rim. What was that called? ACS made a plastic rim. The outside of the rim was plastic, inside was spokes and a hub. An ACS blank rim. It was a letter. It's not the Z, is it? Is Damn, one? Scotty, going through with yeah. the answer. Z rim. Yeah. Yep. There you yeah, go. That's, that's wow! Old that's old school question right that's, there. Yeah, yeah, like I don't even. Yeah. I, well, I, I did. I did put mid slash old school quiz. Okay, okay. Um, I there was not one question. mid school question <laughs> in there. <laughs> I did, I did, We're I asking questions about Vision Streetwear now. Come on now. I asked him the phone number of Jenny from the song, <laughs> from the song by Tommy Two Tone. Thank you. Right off the bat, I knew that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, and the actor that drove the Trans Am and wait, I got three right. You gotta remember, Joe is old. Yeah, I am. So, like, when he yeah, school. Mid school is the 80s for him. Yeah. The 70s is old it's school. Old that like, was the middle of my the life. The birth of freestyle. You're talking about, like, John George. That makes you know, sense now. Harry Kramer. Well, then, good then, luck on the last question, question, man. We're out of here. We're going to go ride some, you know, it's a really cool skateboard with the wheel mill. Yeah. Love it, by the way. We're doing a lot of laughs. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, really see cool you. You to ride it on your own bike, too. Yeah, it's a lot better. Every time I've been to the wheel mill, I've been on a borrowed bike from them. Because every time I fly to Jersey, I don't bring my bike, and I just yeah. ride a borrow bike. And every time, it's literally the jankiest thing ever. So finally, getting to ride the box jump room yeah, yeah. on my own bike is like glorious. It's like a whole yeah. new experience, like right. having not like just the jankiest bike ever. So yeah, because you're usually coming from Jersey and you're just visiting, right? You so you're just well, I usually okay. Backstory: I usually have a bike built in Jersey. Yeah. So when we come up, so I just like have a bike sitting there. I showed up. Right. The bike was completely dis- disassembled. Every part off of it. And no one knew where anything off it was. I was like, oh, cool. Well, glad I brought this bike here. And they took every single part off of it. And it's like, oh, well, the stem's on Big Boy's bike. And I took the back wheel. And then this guy has the bars. And I'm like, cool, sick. I blame all this on Big Boy right off the bat. but Oh, it's mo- it's mostly Maddie. It's Matt, Maddie is it was in his garage. so. Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. I got you. But, oh, man. All right. Well, you did really, really well. You only got two wrong out of seven. 
right. I may have given you a point curve on one of them, but okay. you did you did pretty well considering that was mid slash old school. Yes, it, it was a little older, but you you nailed some tough ones in there. You did good. You did really cool. good. Cool. So anyway, you you pass. You can keep your collection. Is what I'm getting at. Okay. You don't, it's not going to get taken away. Okay. Yeah. So um, all right, let's get right into it. What got you into your collection of movies? Well, that kind of stems from just the whole mid school BMX thing. Um, uh, it all kind of ties into it all ties together. Um, so pretty much, I you know I'm a professional bike rider, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I would just see you know obviously I have to pay attention to what's going on in bike riding, right. and uh, I was getting slightly slightly bored with. Um, just the content of bike riding, like seeing the same free coaster four peg edit over and over and over again. And I was like, I was like, I was like, man, I always wanted, I was like, I always wanted a, uh, a bully hot rod. I always wanted one as a kid. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, looked on eBay to see if they had any. And I was like, wait, I could buy that frame for like 200 bucks. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to build one. And then I built it up and I was like, damn, that's sick. I was like, I always wanted FBM Capone too, huh. so then I just built that up, and then it just kind of triggered like all these things that I remember when I was a kid that I always right. wanted. Right. And I never like you know I obviously never. First off, I was I was ten years old and I was only about four feet tall, so I never needed a twenty-one inch bully hot rod with a sixteen-inch back end. <laughs> First off, so I could never even actually ride it. Wow. But now it's like. Now it's like I just remember stuff from whenever I was younger that I was like, man, that frame was always really cool. I'm going to go get it, like, because now I can, like, now and I can, I can find stuff online, and, you know, and it just kind of, it kind of rollercoastered from that into, oh, man, that's right, I still have my parent, my, my VHS collection at my parents' house, and I brought that over, and set up a TV, and then, um, it just got me, like, stoked on bike riding, I guess, I guess, you know what I mean, like, I just, like, it kind of, like, like, instead of, like, being bummed out by watching other and not saying that those videos are bad sure. like that modern day bike riding videos are bad because that's right. not true there's there's so much good stuff out there but like for me personally I didn't I wasn't like getting stoked by seeing a new pros edit I was like oh cool it's just the same thing to the same rap song the same California spots and the same thing right. just the like the repeat thing it was just like bumming me out and I was like you know what no I'm gonna go watch I'm gonna go look I'm gonna search for this video yeah. I'm gonna find it right. and I'm gonna put it in I'm gonna have the same feeling I did as a kid being right. excited to watch this video and get stoked on bike riding you know what yeah. i mean because it's like why am i gonna focus why am i gonna focus all my energy on the negative side of riding when right. i can just get psyched on stuff i like right you know what i mean and yeah. i was like cool i can just do this and that's mm-hmm. really easy and that kind of that kind of went into the whole vhs thing and my whole obsession with that and just like mm-hmm. then it was like going to thrift store i've always gone to thrift stores just found like old t-shirts and stuff like that and i started like getting like movies and it was like all right well let me see how many it always goes out of control i'm like well let me see how many yeah. movies i can get and like damn i want i want i want i want two copies of edward scissorhands and i want this <laughs> and i'm really you know it just kind of it just kind of like awesome. it, but it's a it's a cheap habit to have because i can go spend two dollars and get mm. 10 vhs's and i'm like i get that satisfaction of finding and buying something really cool for only two dollars you know are so you, are right. you one of those people that when you get into something you go a hundred uh it depends it like collecting stuff is pretty easy because you just buy it yeah so but like um i definitely whenever i get into something i go ape shit like i go crazy with it and then i kind of fizzle out but like collecting stuff it's not like 
you don't have to stay on top of your game by any means or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can right. just kind of, whenever I, like, I haven't, I was kind of not really collecting stuff just because I was trying to save money and I was, mm-hmm. like, just spending, like, thousands of dollars on useless BMX stuff that right. no one should ever have. Right. And I was kind of like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm going to sell this dirt bike. I'm going to sell this 99 dirt bike I have. I'm going to sell this old Ruben frame. I was like, I don't need this stuff. I mean, right. I'm going to sell this to get something that I actually do want, you know what I mean? So now I've kind of I've kind of collected so much stuff that I can kind of, I can kind of take that stuff and right. sell it to get stuff that I do like. That's why, like, I take whenever someone's like, "Hey, do you want these VHSs or do you want these magazines?" and, right. or, and I'm like, "I'm like, yep, I'll take all of them. Like, I take right. every single one yeah. because even though I know that I don't, even though I don't really like, I have you know, I have ten copies at these forward. Like, I don't need any more copies. But if someone offers me a copy, I'm going to take it because." there's someone out there that wants a copy and I'm not just going to let them throw it away and just be like, cool, let's, well, I'm just going to throw it away. Then it's like, what's, what's it going to hurt of me having another copy? You know what I mean? And now it's like, well, cool. I have 11 copies of Etnies Ford and everyone's like, man, I've always wanted a copy. I'm like, Oh, you want one here? I got one here. And I hook it up. You know what I mean? So, and, um, so it's, it's just kind of, I have the space for it. Like I have a room in my house that's just filled with my whole collection of just junk as Kelsey calls it. And, um, but yeah, so it just kind of it. But that kind of went into the movie stuff. Is that no, like no, I just perfect. being like, man, I, oh, I love a VHS copy of this, and then I right. can go out and I can find it, or you know, go to thrift stores. I have like my thrift stores that I go to in Florida right. that I always know have the good collections and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, um, so but yeah, it's just it's just it's just entertaining, just yeah. entertainment. You know, and then so. you end up watching more than just BMX videos because you end up finding all this other other yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. whether it be. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, or Liar Liar, or whatever. Oh, all of it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah but now, but it's but it's funny because I'm not like, I have a lot of movies, but I'm not like a movie guy mm-hmm. by any means. Like right. I'll have somebody be like, "Oh man, have you ever seen so and so?" And I'm like, "No." They're like, what? You've never seen this movie? And I'm like, "Dude, no." Like I just yeah. kind of like the stuff that I like, and it's kind of like it's kind of like the mid school BMX stuff. Like someone right. will be like, "Yo, do you have a '94 S?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm like that's way before my time. I don't yeah, have, yeah. I don't know anything about it. I don't have any interest." It's like. What you click? You say you click mid school, but you oh, don't have this. No. And I'm like, I only collect stuff from when I started riding. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that's I. I only I only collect stuff from the era I know about and that mm-hmm. I was around for because yeah, like it is cool to have like an old Hoff. I don't know a super early Hoffman thing, and that's awesome. But like, right. I don't know anything about it. I never was at sure. the skate park when I saw someone riding it. Like, well, I don't have right. any connection to it or any type of relation to it but you know what I mean but when I see like an old T1 I'm like oh man I always remember I always wanted that frame so like yeah, I have like a connection of seeing someone with it or whatever so um so when it yeah. comes to BMX you're collecting only uh since you're 25 26 you're really just collecting mostly 2000s and up well well <laughs> well I guess that we could we could start out with Somewhat that that's that's a good a, way to a little start. bit good part of, good part to start so okay um I got into BMX. Mm-hmm. My dad raced when he was younger. You know, obviously, like every yeah. kid, like, oh, I have a BMX bike. I'm gonna go, right, I'm right. gonna try it out. I'm gonna go to the track. And right. um, when I started, I learned to ride a bike when I was like three, I was four-ish, you know, around in there. Uh-huh. And my dad, like, I, you know, I obviously rode a lot. And I loved it. And he was like, well, let's take you to the track, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, and I, so I was born in '92, so that was '96. He took me to the track when I was four, and. Um, I raced and it was cool and um but obviously as a kid you just want to jump stuff you don't want to yeah. race like I was like I don't know I don't, I don't care about winning you know what I mean and right. uh 
in 97, so I was five, um, DK did a clinic with uh, Neil Woodrod Miranda and Dusty Weedman. Oh, yeah. And, wow. Oh, I, I, this, this is vivid. Wow. This is like first memory stuff right here. Really? Like, this is like a vivid thing. And it's funny because Neil, later on, he's a product developer at the Colt. So I got to yeah, work yeah. with him a bunch. And I was like, dude. You were the first pro I ever saw, like you know what I mean. And he's like, "Wow, that's really cool." So Even with the big trailer, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. John, and, I, and I remember, I remember there being a judge that had bleach blonde hair that was like screaming the whole time. And I found yeah. out later that, that was John Paul. Oh, and I didn't even realize. I remember being a kid, and be like, "What the hell? That guy's oh, crazy." My gosh. But yeah. um, so yeah, so I I started my introduction to freestyle was when they did a DK Dirt Circuit there, uh-huh. and um, Corey Nastasio. Mm-hmm. One, he rode for Bully at the time. He had an yeah. orange Bully hot rod. That's why I always wanted one because yeah. he did. He right. won with a Superman, a no foot can can, and a backflip. Uh-huh. And it was like I just remember being as a kid, being like, "That's the shit. Uh-huh. That is that's that's me right there. That's what right. I want to do. That's it right. right there. Like I remember being a child, being like, "That's it right there. Like, really? That's what I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Like yeah. so. That's why Corey Nastasio is like my." He's like my, 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 he's my dude. Like that's my, that's my favorite rider of all time because he was like yeah. my, that was my introduction to BMX. So, um, to answer your question about what era, I mean, mm. like, like not like, I mean, obviously I got into it like 97 or whatever. Right. Cool. Later, Brett. All right. Um, and, uh, Thanks but, for the trivia help. <laughs> but I guess the era that I'm more interested in is like 98 to like 2005, 6 ish, like around in there, like that era. It's perfect. That's yeah. when it was out. Like that's my, that's, yeah, that's my, that's my chunk when. I stopped when, in 98 and I didn't. Yeah. That's like the era that you weren't invited to. Yeah, which is, I'm going to um, learn from you. I'm yeah. But like that's, stuff. that's, that was like my era, you know? That right. was, that was the, that was like the time when I was like a thriving child mm. that loved, like I literally. Like, I love bike riding. Like, I love it, like, more than anything in the world. Like, as a yeah. like as a kid, like, I would I would make my dad take me to the skate park instead of go trick-or-treating. Like, I've never... I haven't, trick, I haven't trick-or-treated since I was, like, five years old. Like, I'd be like, I want to go to the skate park. I don't want to go do that. Like, I was, like... Really? I was hell-bent on BMX. Like, and, yeah. and I, just, I don't know, man. Like, I just... I literally... I, like, it just never... This never stops. Like I literally just love riding so much, and uh, but yeah. So I, that's that's when I started. That's like ninety seven. Wow, skipping trick or treating for riding. Yeah, but like that. As, a, as but that. like, but I'm, I'm I'm weird like that. Like I'm a, I am I I love being a minority. Like I uh, love like I love that. Like it's the best kind of weird. Yeah, I definitely guess. the best kind of weird. Yeah. What? Yeah. So. You know what? I'm gonna ask Lucas and Nathan question. Hallahan. Uh, it's jumping ahead a little bit, but it's kind of important because it relates to your decision to stop racing and and get into uh, riding dirt freestyle whatever you want to whatever part you want to call it that you went to first Mm -hmm. but they said first of all diy rules do it yourself rules our favorite events are swamp fest welcome jam and fbm stuff how can we get more kids our age started bmx racing you have to win and riding you win just by riding your bike Thanks for coming to the Next Generation Gym. By the way, we're at the Will Mill, and yep. you're here for the Next Generation Gym, which yep. is tomorrow. Just to uh, to put this in context. So anyway, that's their that's their question. <sighs> it's a hard one, man. Oh, it is. You gotta. Is. I mean, it is. I I I fight the good fight. I do it for the reasons I love. Um, I guess what and... are your reasons, and maybe you already said it, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it's what they're saying about like how do you influence kids to do that and it's like you can't you know what i mean like you know set the best example you can and mm -hmm. roll with it like that's that's it but um i mean i guess the reason i my whole transition from racing to riding skate parks wasn't like when you're five years old you don't you're or five or six or seven years old you're not making a conscious decision like dad i really want to ride freestyle because yeah. but it was just like <laughs> yeah, it was just like i just want to ride freestyle and i just did you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so like that's and um but the main reason that I got into riding, um, I got into riding skate parks, cause was um, that. So there's an outspoken bike shop, right? Mike, Mike Coddle's Mike parents. Play. What's yeah. up, Luke? Um, so Mike Coddle's parents owned a shop, mm -hmm. outspoken. Yeah. Um, and that was also that was always like the the local shop in Orlando. Right. Um, so obviously I always saw Mike and Austin and his little brother and mm -hmm. stuff like that, uh, growing up at the track and like that. Right. Um, but, uh, we went to Outspoken and they were like, yeah, this local professional freestyler is opening a skate park right down the road in Longwood where I live, Yeah, where I, where I live currently. Mm -hmm. Um, he's like, yeah, right down the road. They're, they're going to open a, uh, they're going to open a skate park. Um, and me and my dad were like, all right, cool. Let's go check it out. By the way, that outspoken bike shop I'm talking about is the same one they did the first Roots Gym at. Yes. That bike shop. Yeah. So we were at that, that bike shop. Back, I'll have That's a, I have a funny it. story about that Roots Gym. If, if no, we, it's if okay. Just the outdoor that. one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. So, cool. um, so anyways, we go down the street. My dad, uh, my dad's grown up in Longwood his whole life, so mm -hmm. literally this is like right around the corner from where he grew up, so we know everywhere, every area of Longwood. Right. And uh, he's like, oh, really? They're opening a skate park there? That's cool. So mm -hmm. we drove over there. They were yeah. Chad was building Mission. This is DeGroot? Um, DeGroot, Chad DeGroot. Yeah. He was the local pro that was opening the shop, or okay. opening the skate park, sorry. Right. And um, we showed up. My dad worked construction at the time, and he was like, hey, like, if you guys need help, like, I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I work on ramps, I can, you know, help you guys or whatever. Right. And uh, Chad was like, all right, cool, yeah, you can help. And um, at the time, all they had was, like, a street spy in the middle of this warehouse. Like, literally, it's just a big warehouse with a street spy in the middle of it, and a couch at one end, and a little tiny mini ramp. And I was just, like, as a kid, like, is crazy because I had never really seen yeah. like a skate park before because I'd only been in the track and seen DK Dirt Circuit that was my only right and I was just like whoa this is insane uh -huh. so I just started riding there and my dad would help and then it was just kind of slowly turned into like why are we going to the track when we can go to the skate park whenever we want at any time of the day and it's way more fun there's other kids it was just like it just made sense so we just stopped going to the track and started going to the skate park so um Chad DeGroote is the reason that yeah. I'm riding freestyle BMX, and really? I'm in the position that I'm in, and it's pretty funny because because Ronnie Ronnie actually stay. got. You can stay. We have two more Hallahans. Yeah, two more Hallahans just got, walked in. What's going on? Nathan and Casey, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I oh, was yeah. just asking. He's answering your question, actually. Oh right yeah. Now? Yep. Yeah. Hey, what's going what's on, Rick? Uh, we were talking oh. about how I got into freestyle and. Uh, and but yes, and how to get kids into it? But basically, it's you know you were just getting yeah just, accessibility like it yeah was just to it was through. just easy like it was just easy and that's and for me it was like just a lot more fun going to the skate park than it was the track and it wasn't like a conscious decision like God Dad I really want to ride freestyle mm -hmm. now it was just like hey the skate park's really fun right let's go there like I was just never right. I'm not really like a competitive person I've never been in my life so like mm -hmm. I wasn't like driven to race because I wanted right. to win and. Right. And my dad was like, hey, if that's what you want to do, then let's do it. Like, you know, yeah. and he just wanted to see me happy, you know, just like 
Mike Callahan does with the with the boys. Like he's like, mm-hmm. I just want to see what like you guys love it. Let's go then. Like we'll drive to Rays. We'll drive to you know wherever. And yeah. my my dad was the same way. Like he works landscape lawn maintenance in Florida, and it's oh, all all year long in hundred degree weather for the past twenty years. 100% and humid. he is the hardest working human being ever. He would work all day long. Yeah, come straight home, take a shower, get me in the truck, drive all the way to skate park. Sit there until 10 o'clock at night with me at the skate park. Go home, wake up at 5 a.m., work all day the next day, oh drive gosh. home, pick me up, take me, like, and he never once was like, hey, bud, I'm a little tired today. Like, right. we can't go. and Because right. he knew that I loved it. You know what I mean? And if he wouldn't have driven me to the skate park every single day till right. 10 o'clock at night, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like. It's just a combination of having, like, a good parental support and right. just doing what you like to do, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, hopefully kids, like, kids just want to have fun, you know what I mean? And if kids go to have a skate park like the Wheel Mill, right. then they grow up loving right here. If all they have is a track, then they like to go to the track, right. you know what I mean? If they have dirt jumps, that's all, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's just a situ- like, whatever the kid's situation is, is that he just wants to have fun, you know what I mean? And it's just, that's just the way it is, so. I, you know, I've got this theorizing competitiveness with kids nowadays and and obviously kids in the late 90s too it, it fit with you but not everyone wants to compete and i think that the group of kids that wants to compete is getting smaller, oh, smaller and smaller. smaller so this is the best option it's the most accessible yeah. option whether it be the wheel mill or an outdoor park or you know outdoor skate Anywhere. park yeah you can get in whenever you want yeah. you're not competing you're just out there having fun you know, yeah. push, pushing each other if you're with yeah. friends. It just, it seems to fit today's rider much better than yeah. racing used to fit. And there's nothing wrong with racing. I still encourage it to this day. And I, I also just, feel like it's not parents as, like, I feel like back in the, like, whenever I was racing in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, it mm-hmm. was, like, parents were, like, wanted it for their kids, you know what I mean? So they'd be like, pedal, 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 pedal. And nowadays, it's, like, younger parents that are like, no, I just want my kid to, like, enjoy what he's doing, you know what I mean? And I want him to, I want him to have, just have fun, you know what I mean? They don't, they're not like, you're going to do this. And I think, if you're going to be competitive, go play football or baseball or something like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's plenty of that for, like, that, you know? Sure. Um, But I think it's also parents and like we said before, like just whatever the kid's situation is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so many free parks nowadays that are kid that a parent like racing is just like shrinking and shrinking and shrinking because there's so many free skate parks. Like, okay, why am I gonna go pay however much it is for a membership? Which is how much is a membership? Sixty bucks a year. So so sixty bucks up front. Right. You gotta have a full face. You gotta have brakes. You gotta have all these things, and you only can practice from this time to this time. And it's just like. Well, this sucks. Like, this is just stripping BMX of everything that it is. Like, this mm. is like, if you want to race, cool. Like, I'm like, right. go for it. Yeah. But I can understand why a kid getting into bike riding mm-hmm. would be way more into freestyle because it's just easier. Like, you you know, it you can have yeah. a bike or a skateboard and just go to the skate park whenever you want. I mean, yeah, like it's even with street riding being so big now, kids can literally just go on YouTube, watch a video, and go out in their front yard and they got it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like they right. they got it like they don't have they don't need anything you know what and, I mean and, so it's like it's I'm just not, becoming more accessible for kids you and, know and I'm not advertising for Ronnie right now I swear Ronnie but the Sabrosa Rail you know oh yeah you yeah, come yeah, up yeah, with yeah, a product yeah. like that and then all of a sudden 
You got now a spot. You, now you got a spot in your driveway. You have a skate park in your driveway. Exactly. Done. You know so what I mean? It's, it's that, that example just happens to fit. Yeah. You know, it's just if you don't have it, you could even make it if you're not near a skate park. But I actually counted skate parks versus tracks about a year ago, and it was something like 32 or 3,300 skate parks in the country to just under, uh, just under 300 BMX tracks. That's the wow. ratio. Yeah. So we're talking, and and tracks are not, and they're like, not all open they're to not, the public either, and they're yeah, not, they're not open. accessible. Right, Kit and guys, like no offense to, Oops, and I haven't really worked with people that run BMX tracks or mm-hmm. whatever, but like they're not really open to change, like they're not open to just like letting people just have fun on it. Like we were in Richmond and we went to the um, Gilly Trail Jam like two yeah. or three years ago, and it's right. right next to the BMX track, and it was like. Everyone's just shredding the BMX track because it's just open to the public, and everyone's like, "This is awesome! Let's go race!" Yeah, yeah. We're just, you know, like it's just no helmets, no nothing, just going for it, just freestyle, and it was just like you're having your own and, race. And everyone was like, "This is so much fun!" And it's like, yeah. "Wow!" Like whenever you strip all the rules from it, it's actually the actual fact of riding a track is enjoyable with your friends, right. but they make it so difficult to get there that mm-hmm. it's like. They're, like you're you're wondering why racing is doing so poorly and it's just like that's a good well point. there you go like you know what i mean like people want to have fun and if you're not making it fun then yeah and and, then, and that goes for contests as well you know what i mean like it's just like mm-hmm. there people complain about how there's no events anymore and it's just right. like they're like oh there's no events going on blah blah, blah. And it's like well people don't want to ride contests like people want to go to jams like they want to go to jams not contests because Mm -hmm. a contest it's like you show up okay you have all right it's beginner practice it's intermediate practice it's extra practice it's Mm -hmm. this all right now we're gonna do this class and it's just like it's like so i'm sitting here all day having to wait to ride for my 30 minute practice and then my two one minute long runs and i have to wait the rest of the day to see how i did like That's boring. Like, that's, yeah. that, I'm sorry, but that's boring. Like, that's, there's a reason why kids don't, like, the amount of kids are, sh- like, not showing up to contests nowadays because mm-hmm. it's not enjoyable. You know what I mean? The kids just want to have, they just want to have fun. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, a lot of people need to, like, support that, you know? And they need to support the fact that kids just want to have fun. Like, right. doing jams like this where it's just like, hey, let's all just shred. Right. Go for it. Right. Ride all day. Have fun. Like, so you can just go and go and go and go and go and go. And that's like, and yeah. that's, that's awesome. Like that's, yeah. that's rad. Like, yeah. so, um, that explains, yeah, it's just, that explains a lot as to, as to your mindset for sure, but, yeah. which we'll get into, we'll get into your jam, uh, yeah. later, uh-huh. but, um, but that, that probably explains things pretty well for you. Right. I yeah, mean, because absolutely. Nathan yeah. raced, Lucas raced and, they just, didn't want to race anymore, right? Yeah, we were and, over all the competitiveness and like yeah. everything, right. everything like exactly what Trey was saying. Yeah, yeah. And then this place came to be, right? Yeah, like there's almost so many just locals in coming in that are doing pretty much the same thing that yeah. like everybody else is doing lately. Right. And just getting into the stoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're getting yeah. stoked on just BMX and it's like style. it's riding yeah. the box jump room is the same thing as riding a BMX track. It's just yeah. way more fun and there's more freedom. It's the same thing. It's just you're stripping all the rules and having right. a lot more fun with it. Right. And like, you know, it, it's it sucks for tracks because I wish that like, like if there was just a BMX track by me that was just open, if it was just open, there was no rules, yeah. you could just ride it whenever you wanted. It there it would be packed. It would be packed with people all the time because it's like. That's yeah. it's fun, but like when you're like it's closed, 
okay, it's only open for these two hours tonight, and you have to pay an insane amount of money, and you have to yeah. wear a full face, and you have to wear a long sleeve, and you have to have breaks, yeah. and you, it's just like, okay, cool, well, I'm not going then, like, and then, right. like, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go change my bike setup to come ride the track, like, that's just not gonna happen, I'm sorry, like, that's, that, like, it's in, I don't know, it's just kind of... And I had that happen in, in Orlando. I was visiting my parents. They they moved down to my dad's since Orlando passed away. But so difficult to deal with. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they live in Merritt Island, out by Paradise. Yeah. So um, I took the rental car one day, and I, I drove out. No, it was before I flew back out. I was going over to the Orlando, Orlando track. I was just trying to get in to walk it. I couldn't even get in. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally fenced in, locked yeah. up tight. Yeah. And And someone actually stopped me and asked what I was doing there. Yeah. And it was that's at the fairgrounds, right? Yeah, Barnett Park, related yeah. Roots Gym. Yeah, so it was like that tight, even you know down this not too far from you, and I, I just um, Connecticut. Three out of our four tracks are pretty much public. You can get into them at any time, but um, even like your gym that you did at the track, mm-hmm. like that was rad because we could just go hang out and just all just yeah. mess around and ride the track and do the tandems and like yes. that's cool. Like that's yeah. that's rad. Like that's. That that makes it fun and enjoyable. Like, oh, cool! It's a track that we get all get to ride. Like, let's yeah. do it. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, yeah. see, like, there's ways if they to did more stuff fun. like if they did more stuff like that, then they would. I've tried, yeah. um, and actually, this year the venue is changing, and I'm not going to get into too many details. Yeah. But we were supposed to have it at the same place, but it's become an accessibility problem because because of the success of last year. Yeah. It's turned into the town wants to charge. Um, the USA USA BMX can't insure it, which I totally don't blame oh them. God, the USA BMX. So I can't get me started on they them. Can't, I understand, but they can't insure it because we have a jump line. We do all these things that I cannot sacrifice. Those things have to be part of the event. Yeah. So we're going to move the event to a different place that I'm working on right now. I'll, I'll tell you that after. But yeah. it's it, we're keeping the date. No matter what, event's going to go off. Yeah. But... It's it got stripped of its fun to make it happen, yeah. and I just couldn't do. And it's not the track's fault. It's but a it's, com- like, it's they a combination. Would like like you would think that they would see like okay like we can bring a thousand people to our track. We had almost a thousand like that, people right, there right last there. year. Like yeah. right like that that fact right there. If I owned that track, I'd be like, all right, what do we gotta do? What do yeah. you want to do? And they let's want- do it. Like whatever you need, whatever. Yeah. Like let's make this stuff happen because and, I'm bringing a thousand people from all over the country, mm-hmm. some all over the world to my BMX track. Like yeah. it, that's. And they wanted. When's the last to, time they did a race with those over a thousand people yeah. there? Come on now, like that's. And they wanted to. Their their intentions are great, but they just can't. There's too many obstacles, you yeah. know. And it's there you go. That's the USA BMX. Yeah, and, <laughs> there you go. And like, they and they said if we kept everything on the track, yeah. then the, they could support it. They could insure it. The yeah. whole thing. Well, if I kept everything on the track, it would not be as fun as it was no. last year. Last year was no. insanely fun. Yeah. We had free we had freestyle shows going on in the parking lot. We had the jump line, and then we had our track events. Yeah, um, you know those those things alone. That combination, you'd be stripping away two thirds of it right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, and how many? If people... the jumps were there, it wouldn't even have been close to us. Fun. The jumps yeah. alone were just like were were worth going. Oh yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? like that's and everyone's going to go support. Well, I should say everyone. The majority of people will probably still go support, but 
the following year would really suffer. Yeah. Because people would say, wow, this really got watered down. Do I really want to drive all the way from Florida to Connecticut to go ride a BMX track? Uh, Exactly. You know, like, uh, I mean, I want to, but, like, that's really far, like, just to go ride a track. That's why I'm With the jumps and the box jump and with all of it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's worth it. This is actually going to end up, if it all works out, it's going to end up twice as good. It's going to end up amazing. That'd be rad. So, similar, well, not similar to to what you've done, but... um, It'll still be super, super fun, but it'll be more in line with what we're all looking for. Yeah. Um, it'll we'll be missing that that those couple track events, but that's okay. We can yeah. find ways around it. There's yeah. always ways around it, but it'll all work out. But we're down to we're back to accessibility, and that and that it has affected events too. So, you know, hopefully, uh, scene comes up here because I don't know if you know that scene is here yeah, from yeah. Uh, yeah. from Vance, um, but obviously he knows all about the contest cool. deal. Hell yeah, that's that's sweet. But, the scenes uh, here. Yeah. yeah. So, but contests, uh, they're not for everybody. No, no, but, it's just. But it's important to have it there for the people that do want to compete. Yeah. On whether it be on the yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah, or, and I'm, I'm not saying that like people that do compete are like oh no no a lower form of life at all or whatever. It's just that like people get bummed out whenever people don't show up to their contests, and right, it's like, right. well, you got to understand majority of kids are leaning towards wanting to have fun and not be competitive mm-hmm. like you can do a jam and ha- still be competitive like mm-hmm. you can still have a first place you can still have all this stuff yeah, we'll have first place tomorrow right and we've yeah. got first place yeah and you can do like little contests throughout the day to make it competitive mm-hmm. but like you don't need the whole day to be like sanctioned off like everyone stop riding right right right, right. only these 10 people can right. ride and it's just right. like Right. Come on, man! Like we don't want to like we don't want to sit here and watch all day. Like I like I yeah. It's just I there, don't know. But I don't know a anyways. lot about their contest, but I would say that there's somewhere there's somewhere between no competition and UCI. You know, so it's so it seems to be oh, like UCI, a ha- kind of a happy favorite. medium. I don't want to get you going on that, um, but <laughs> that that's they're kind of at a happy medium because they're making it the way they want to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. So, yeah. so at least if you want to compete, you yeah. can go try to qualify for the Bolt yeah. Series, whatever it is. So that part's yeah. that part's yeah. cool. Yeah. At least someone's doing it. And yeah, doing, yeah. And, and I think I think the that there is. I think it. that there. I think that there is a space for competitiveness. Right. Um. For certain people, you right. know, there's certain people right. without. You know, I mean, I mean, look at like you know Scotty and those dudes. Like yeah. they like they love for that, and that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Like I think that's rad. That there's right. like a competitive side to it, and there's not. I mean. Right. I, I have this conversation with Robbie all the time. Like he's yeah. like he's like I think the coolest part about bike riding is that you can literally be anything you want. Like yeah. you know you can be a nerd, you can be a jock, you can be a style guy, you can be you yeah. know you can be guys that you want to you know go crazy. You can not you can just nibble on a ledge. Like that's what makes it cool. Is that like you can get into riding and do anything that you want. And there's something for everyone. So like I never want to like knock someone's. Sure. I never want to knock what someone else is into because, like, what it's that, who who am I to judge? Like, no. who am I? Like, I'm 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 just some you know half-assed pro BMX rider that's about washed up. Like, I'm no one. Like, I don't I don't I don't I, I'm not worried. I'm not and I'm not to say <laughs> who's to who's cool and who's not. You know. So, well, but uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I asked. I think everyone. I asked for the opinion. So, um, but yeah. it's it's definitely something that a lot of people talk about and yeah. and the reason we're talking about it is you know we want more kids to enjoy it like these yeah. guys enjoy it like yeah. you enjoy it like i enjoy it i mean we're we're all different generations sitting right here and we all enjoy it in our own way yeah. so and i and i still race but the reason i race and i've said this many times before on podcasts is is 
I'm throwing my money in there to make sure BMX doesn't die before they figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping. If yeah, I partici- keep you're, you're, you're participating. You're participating, and that and that's cool. Yeah, like you yeah. know, what I mean, like I'm not I'm not giving nothing to racing. Like who right, am I right. to say what's going on? Like right. I, I haven't done. You know, what I mean, like I haven't paid a track in years. Right, like right. I haven't. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be talking shit at all, but no, whatever. no, no. It's it's all good. It's just my I do have I do have a feeling that you know if I'm going to complain about it, I better be actively. Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, oh, but absolutely. That's, but that's just my own my own feeling yeah. on it. So yeah, I'm hanging in there, hoping that it it gets back to its roots. The fact that Maris probably never will. It's it's progressed way too. We're far. we're we're working on it. It's a work in progress. We're yeah. If, we're getting there. As long as and, and we've had this conversation before. A lot of us have had this conversation before. As long as kids are somehow on two wheels, then it doesn't. I don't yeah. care what they're doing. You don't yeah. care what they're doing. You don't care what they're doing. As long as they're on bikes, yeah. you know, if they love racing, great. I don't have a problem with it. If yeah. they if they love riding park or if yeah. they love riding dirt, yeah. or if well, like I said, there's something for everyone. Yeah. Something for everyone, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's 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 cool. Like it's yeah. something and, for everyone. So whatever. And we're trying to get kids uh, that are maybe doing another sport or maybe in between sports. Yeah, that's what you guys. Were there's talking a about. kid that's been showing up here. He was playing baseball, but now he's just stoked on BMX and mm-hmm. just having fun. Like it's whatever. It's, yeah. Well, this place, this place, yeah. this place with the Hallahans, like it's it's a it's it is unreal man. yeah we were talking about it earlier like i you walk in that box up room and yeah. there's like 20 kids that are all under the age of 12 years old <laughs> that are almost hitting the roof all riding custom fbms yeah wonder yeah. where that came from <laughs> like i wonder where wonder where that that whole inspiration came from what 12 year old kids going out and buying a custom fbm and i'm like i'm, I'm looking i'm like i'm like that's this is amazing like this yeah. is this is unreal like yeah. you know what i mean like totally. it's just cool how like like you know, like you, like the Hallahans have just like, like at at such a young age, like influenced such a huge scene in such a positive right, way. Right. Like the combination of the wheel mill and then you guys and having like the Pittsburgh scene is just so healthy. Like yeah. and it's yeah. it's like I have yeah. so many. I was talking about this with Mike. I was talking about this with Mike Patazzi last time I was here. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I you know, I grew up in a scene where it was like, you know, all the all the guys that are the same age as Mark and Mike, like they all, they all rode trails and they rode to the skate parks like that. But as soon as the trails were gone, the skate park was gone. Yeah. They were like, all right, cool. We're moving on. And right. that's cool. That's fine. Right. But it's like, it's up to like guys like Mike and Mark that are like, whenever they don't have a skate park, they're like, okay, we need to build a skate park. Yeah. We need to have a bike park. We need to do this. We need to do this. And they, yeah. and they, and they make it happen. They, they, they right. no excuses. They make it happen. Mm-hmm. And boom, we're here. Yeah. Like I came away yeah. from, Longwood, Florida, right. to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right. in the winter time right. to come ride a skate park. <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy. Like that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just cool to see that like yeah. the combination of like guys that give a shit right. are making a positive influence, right. and that's cool. Like right. that's rad. That's that's awesome. You know, and yeah. that's and that's like what's like okay, how do we keep kids stoked on BMX? Right doing it like you're doing it like yeah. you know, there's so many kids in there that probably would have no idea i mean like this whole winter time like they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be coming here and riding they would be right. sitting at home this playing video games most of them have never even rode any other skate park than here and that's awesome yeah. because this is a perfect yeah. place to ride yeah. like it's yeah. got everything they it has everything, everything. From yeah. Here. yeah everything they know yeah, yeah. so crazy. basically it, what we're getting at because we could talk all night about this one what we're getting at is this is a re- really good template. This is something good to copy. Yeah. If, if other 
if other communities could do the exact same thing, and then we could give kids more. So confidence. hard, it's so hard, but they pulled it. Like they, yeah. like the Pittsburgh yeah. scene pulled it out of the park, home yeah. run. Yeah. Like, how do we get kids stoked and having fun? Right here, this mm-hmm. is it. Like this is this is it, man. Like right. this is. Right. I mean, like you just. I mean, you can't sit around and complain about like, it's. It almost gives me started on something else. It's like. I see so many people complaining about, oh, bike riding is so lame now. BMX sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, it's not like the way it was back in the day. And oh, all like, and I, yeah. I see like certain, yeah. I see certain. I'm not gonna name any names, but I right. see certain trail influence people on the right. internet mm-hmm. bitching about how pros don't do jams their community and mm-hmm. they don't pros don't do anything. It's like, right? What are you doing? Right. Like you're you're working a normal job and going to the trails every day and just bitching about BMX like you're not doing anything like you're you that is what's wrong with it you should be mm-hmm. setting a good example saying hey BMX kicks ass like I'm gonna throw a GM this uh, this coming summer and we're gonna do some sick stuff don't sit around and complain about how all these pros have big social media followings and they don't do anything it's just like like you're a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You are part of the problem. If you're on the internet complaining, keyboard warrior style, like a 12-year-old kid, then you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't, like, if you're not willing to make a change, then shut up. Right. Like, don't, don't ride then. Like, don't, go, go work a normal job. Like, that's fine. Like, go, get off Instagram then. Why are you even on Instagram? Like, why are you on here bitching and complaining about every pro and how they don't do this and this? It's like, God, man, like. I just hate when I hear people complain about bike riding because it's like, okay, what are you doing then? You're complaining about how, oh man, it sucks, there's no events. Then go out and do one. Right. You're a paid professional rider. Mm-hmm. Go hit up your sponsor, say I want to do an event, and work your ass off mm-hmm. and do an event. Right. That's it. Right. Like, and make a difference. Right. Don't like sit here and complain about how BMX sucks because BMX is awesome. Yeah. BMX is rad. It's so sick. Like, it's it's still cool. It's just like that people don't they don't want to they they it's 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 10 times easier to sit behind a phone oh gosh yeah and bitch and complain about your right. shitty experience with BMX than to go out and do a jam yourself or do an event or talk about how awesome riding was and I see I see so many older pros that like they can they could sit there and complain about how like man yeah it sucks you know um, that I'm older now and all I'm left with is a broken body or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. so many of them are like, are like, dude, bike riding has been the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. And this is an old clip of me. And this right. is so rad. And I remember how much good experience I had. And, you know, and that's, and that's what it takes, man. It takes positive, positivity. Like, right. positivity yeah. is so much stronger than being negative. Being negative is easy. It's, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to point out, like, what you hate about something, but right. it's really hard to say something positive. It takes a real man right. to say how awesome something is. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, I don't know, I just see I just see people on the internet complaining about stuff, and it's just, do something about it. Make a yeah. change. Go oh, make yeah, a change. Definitely. Like, you can do it. Like, you can, you can do something. Like, just do it. Put a flyer up in your local skate park and do an event. You know what I mean? And like that's that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Obviously, I'm with you on it. I mean, uh, my you guys taking off? Yeah, we're gonna head out of here. Okay, cool. cool. I'll see you guys tomorrow yeah. morning. Later. All see right. y'all tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow's gonna be Later, a good boys. day. Later, boys. See you guys. Yes. All right. For sure. Roll. See you, Lucas. See you, Thomas. Take care. And I didn't catch your name. I'm Lola. Lola? Yeah, that's my daughter. Gotcha. Oh, nice that's right. You. you came up from Nashville. Yep. All the way from Nashville, these two. Awesome. Thomas and Lola. Rad. Cool. It'll be fun tomorrow. Sweet.
All right. Well. I'll see all of you tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Later, Got guys. Got in there, Lucas. Lucas and Nathan. All right. See you guys. All right. But are uh, good. Yeah, um, so yeah. pretty much so don't, com- don't complain about it and yeah, just yeah, do and something I, positive. I, I think, um, you know, I, I think people are getting it. Um, I think... I think uh, I think events like you put on, and I, I'm not giving myself credit whatsoever, but events like I'm putting on, if just any event, anything you could put on, things that Scotty does, yeah. you know, whether he does it for yeah. kids, whether it be the Halloween jam at his yeah. at his shop, you know, uh, you know the the last jam that they had there, the lock in the night yeah. before, all that stuff. That's so easy to do. It's well, mine's become more difficult, but it will get done because I want it to happen. But in even the podcast, the whole podcast is about positivity. It's about just keeping, it's about talking actually about history and present. Yeah. Because it covers everything yeah. from industry to riders. Yeah, it's just bike riding. And, yeah. yeah. So people get psyched on that and I'll get messages from people saying, I can't wait to go build jumps. I just listened to the Robbie Morales podcast. I'm yeah. just so psyched up. Or I just yeah. listened to Ground Chuck or whoever. Yeah. or Superfly or any of these guys and or or women because I've interviewed women as well yeah. and um, Nina so if it's getting people motivated I don't care how you do it I don't care if it's a podcast or an event or showing up at a jam yeah. to help get kids psyched because they yeah. see that Trey Jones is going to be here yeah. and Scotty's going to be here and and Vinny and, and Corey and yeah, just the whole crew, Maddie yeah. the whole crew yeah so there's there's definitely ways to handle it. Um, I think it'll sort out. I do. I'm pretty optimistic it'll sort out. Yeah. Um, I also don't think, I don't think social media in its form right now is forever. This is it's yeah. going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's yeah. going to go away. We'll find another way to communicate yeah. it. Yeah. So it's it's not for good. So people are going to slowly sort it out and find other ways to communicate. And imagine that it might actually be because there the the answer may be in in we actually have to talk to each other yeah. and not do things yeah. online yeah you know and so actually communicate and get people together like we used to the old way so um i'm pretty optimistic about it but i have so many questions for you that oh I, yeah and, I, it's, and gonna I be, it's, it's gonna be a long the, one I, I i love it how long what are we at right now uh, we're only at an hour. <laughs> oh God, we asked two questions. Yeah, two questions no, down, one hour. I know. Yeah, well, let's go. Okay, the, yeah, yeah. We'll, we we'll, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start. I'm, I'm, I'm a rambler. I'll just, I'll just sit here and just. Oh, uh, so am just, I. So am I. We may have to break this into. Especially a part when one, you, part when you get two. me started on negative, like on BMX Battling or like, or, or yeah, it's just. I, I just start. Well, don't worry. So, we have some really. Sorry fun. to all the listeners if I'm uh, rambling no. and saying like well, you know, you know well, every other sentence. Uh, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah. I know. Well, you I know what it, it is um, is is you're passionate, so it's going yeah. to come through whether whether you. Listen. You this is all I know. This passion. I don't know. I didn't go to college. I don't know anything about the real world. All right. I know is bike riding, right. and and right. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm yeah, cool yeah. with that. Yeah. Like that's yeah, um, definitely. Well, let's go to. All right. Let's get the, all right. Let's get let's get one more sensitive subject out of the way because this one was very difficult for me, and I almost didn't even want to bring it up. But it would be because, like I said, I try to keep everything positive. Okay. Bottom line is, it'd be crazy for me not to bring up something I know irritated so many people, had to have irritated you, 
yet you smiled all the way through it, and it's Swampfest. Swampfest was the best event I've been to. I would dare to say it's the best event I went to ever. I was, yeah, I was caught up doing, a, by my choice, I was doing a lot of interviews that weekend, yeah. so I wasn't out there as much as I had hoped to be and wasn't there as long as I hoped to be. But the two days I was there was absolutely amazing. You did an amazing job. Thanks. And that's the, that should be the takeaway from this part of the conversation. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely the takeaway yeah, yeah. should be that event. Every single person I talk yeah. to cannot wait for next year. Yeah. Seeing from Vans, it's like, I almost bought a ticket. I'm so mad I didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. I'm going next year. I'm not yeah. missing it. And, you know, that's the reason I went this year is I was so bummed out that I missed last year. Yeah. So we drove down there. I'm like, it, trust me, everyone. Hours, I'm going. Yeah. I'm not missing this. And it turned out to be the best choice I could make. The weather was beautiful for that time of year yeah. there. It, yeah, was it was rad. perfect. Yeah. You guys did an amazing job. Thanks. So, yeah, it took a lot of hard work. Oh, all a lot that of good hard stuff. Work. All the prep. I mean, how many weeks did you have in it before the actual event? Well, Three, um, I started, well, Two or three. I started like planning it and it's starting. Oh, I'm sorry. The physical, the actual, we all the actual labor. Yeah, the yeah. labor of it was uh, maybe three weeks, two, no, three, uh, three and a half, four weeks, around a month. Yes. Three weeks. Okay. Or so, yeah. Keep that number in mind. Okay. Because I'm going to squash some things right now because this is driving me crazy. Okay. All right. So you got, you got three <laughs> and a half, four weeks of labor. Of that whether be, it be that, you, yeah. Ryan, uh, Herbach, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Ryan Herbach. Um, Herbach. Um, you had Cody down there for part of the time. My dad. Your dad, My dad was, was down there. Um, we, Jessica was trying to get in with Maple. You know, we had all that stuff going on for three and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> or at least part of it. Yeah. So anyway, the, lots of people helping. Plus, there was tons of locals, right? There were other, there were other um, kind of. I mean, on the weekends it would be like, "Hey, we're all gonna have a party out here and just kind of work and just have a good yeah, time." Yeah, yeah. People like, were coming in. So out. yeah, all the all the locals were yeah. coming out every weekend. It's kind of out there, so it was like a little bit difficult for people to just like drive out in the afternoon because it gets dark at five thirty. So yeah, yeah, guys yeah. couldn't really come out after work. Right, but um, right. yeah, Herbach, Cody, Dwayne, Grant. Oh yeah, Dwayne. I forgot yeah. about Dwayne. Okay. Dwayne, yeah, they were those. The uh, Cody, Dwayne, and Grant, like those dudes, like that, 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 yeah, those yeah, dudes, yeah. like they were there for free, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That was a big, that was a big thing because they were just like, hey, we just want to help. Like, wait, can we stay here? And right. luckily, the dude Jeff that owns the place, he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, like, yeah, yeah if they, if they want to, and uh, so they, yeah, they stayed. And they, yeah, they let him. Yeah. They, they Cody did not. Cody mm-hmm. stayed. Cody and Dwayne and Grant stayed there for like a whole week without leaving. Mm-hmm. That first, like they yeah. stayed there, and right. I was just like, "You guys can go, like yeah, 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 if right, you right. guys want to. Like, right. there's a bunch of cool swim spots. Like, nah, man, like we just want to get the jumps done. Like, and right, I'm like, right. oh, okay, They're like you don't man. have to. Like, if you want, like you can go do something else. You know like, you don't hard. have to stay here, but like, yeah, like those you know dudes, those, those dudes. Like, are. I cannot thank those guys enough. Those, those like, dudes have been digging all winter. Yeah, they all were just stoked to be in the sun. They they all showed up, pure white. <laughs> Almost see through from the winter time, and when they left, they were all like leather. They were all leather skin. Oh, yeah, like yeah. they were. Dwayne had like the craziest tan ever because he's like a ginger dude. So he was just like the craziest tan ever, and he's just like finally going over that sunburn, huh? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, hell oh, yeah, man. God. Like, so yeah, it was, but it was oh. awesome. It, yeah, I can't. I sincerely, so many people like so much hard work, man. Like, yeah. It was, it was incredible. See, so all that work involved. Um, you had, you had to get dirt. 
because we all know that Florida dirt sucks. Yeah. So you got to get seven dirt lo- in, seven loads of clay. Right to go on top of sand, you build the sand base and you put clay over it. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you stack. No, you stack. You stack. You stack it all with sand, and mm-hmm. then you clay on top of it. And then yeah. so that sucks. Like we had like a whole landing collapse. And it was just like all mixed in together, and we just had to get rid of all of it and just restart. Yeah. It's it is a nightmare. It yeah, is yeah. it's a nightmare. And we had to like te- like, I'll say it here. I taught Cody Diggs, me and Herbach taught Cody Diggs how to fill the jump in Florida because they were like stacking it super thick, and I was like, no, 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 no we can't do right, that. Right, right. And you the whole corner that. just broke off. They're like, oh, I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, this stuff's weird. Yeah. Everything that you know about building trails, throw it out the window. We're going thin as you can. Don't try to square it up too much because it'll start to crack and it'll fall apart. Like we had to like teach right, them how, to, right. but they had it down by the end. Like they knew exactly what they were doing. So, oh, but yeah, ju- was, jump line was awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. So where I'm going with this is I know pretty going. obvious. Yeah, it's fine. And I have to give you so much credit because I'm 100 percent down because, to talk about this. All right, I'm so I'm so down. Don't don't be sensitive. I'm a sensitive guy, and no, I'm more, I'm I'm really sensitive to people that bust their ass. Yeah. And then you get criticism, and I'm not going to dwell on the criticism. What I, what I, my point is is, you could not have charged enough for that event to actually, to for, first of all to make money, which was never the intention. Um, you, there's no way that was a money making proposition. That was absolutely, well, undoubtedly. 27 bucks for a weekend was a deal. Three days. For three, yeah, three long, days, long weekend. Three days. I, yes, I showed up on Friday and I could. Three days to camp. Yes. Three days of camping. Right. Riding the jumps. Right. Riding the ramps. Right. Riding the, the Sabrosa rail. Insure. Don't forget the back end stuff. You yeah. got to. You got to pay yeah. for the park to insure it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I paid an astronomical amount for to rent the park. Right. I had to pay for all the porter bodies. I had to pay. Right. For to, for all the employees that worked that day, I had to pay oh, yeah, right, for right. all the loads of clay. I had to pay for all the wood. Right. Um. I had to pay. What, and what else? do you do with the clay? After? I had to pay the guys working. I had to pay Herbach. I had to pay. Um. I had to pay a thousand dollars to get the graffiti removed off the the storage container that people defaced. I had to pay for yeah. So I made tons of money. Yeah. yeah, tons. So, and, and I'll tell you why this came up. This yeah. came up from reputable people. Yeah. I was finishing an interview with John Paul Rogers. After I did the Ronnie Botter interview, I did the John Paul Rogers, and Magoo came over, and someone had said something about, uh, something to the effect of, did you hear this crap, you know, that's going on on the, on, yeah. on, on the internet? You know what, I'm not even going to name Yeah. Because I don't even want to give credit to the to the people, um, but it was extremely frustrating because I'm looking over. How many people would you guess were there? Uh, there was 2,200 people there total. So 2,200 people. I'm looking over 22 of the ha- 2,200 of the happiest people I've ever seen. Yeah. And there's this undertone of negativity that may have been even coming from within, for all we know. Yeah. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. There were definitely people there. Yeah. Yeah. So. My point is, through all of that, every time I saw you, you were happy. I had a happy face on, yes. Happy. I had, I had, I had a smile no, on. No, no, no. I understand. I understand that that deal. I understand. But in what I mean is happy, as in you presented yourself as being, is happy. This event is going off well. All is good. 
people. I'm sure you were being thanked by hundreds of people. Oh yeah, thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People were thanking you. So, um, how did you manage to get through that and and want to do it again next year? For well, the third year. For a few days, I didn't. Right. I was like, I'm never doing this ever again. Which happens to me every year when uh, I do them, by the way. I. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I I'll just, I'll, I'll just, dude I'll just start I'll just start from square one. Yeah. Um. So I woke up mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, um, the day after the gym. Mm-hmm. I had been sleeping outside for four days right. with no shower. Right. Um. I had barely had anything to eat the night the day before. Barely slept. Um. Barely. I slept on the ground outside. Right. I was so completely exhausted to the point where my eyes were almost completely bloodshot. Right. And I could barely see. Right. Um, I was so physically and emotionally exhausted to the point I beyond anything I've ever experienced in my entire life to where it almost felt like I was on drugs. Mm-hmm. Never done drugs my entire life, but mm-hmm. if I would imagine that's what it would feel like. Right. Um and I walked over to the container in the morning, the can, the big storage container that had well, that was the rolling that mm-hmm. I paid for by the way. Mm-hmm. Um and someone right. had graffitied all over the container that I had rented and said, Trey loves cops, fuck Trey, um, mm-hmm. revenue fest, a bunch of money signs all over it. And That was done Saturday um, to Sunday? That was done during the night. That was, that was the dur- con- that after the concert. Saturday night after the party, during yeah, the yeah. middle of the night. I got you. Okay. Um, and I walked over there, and when I saw that, I, I almost literally, like, almost physically, like, fell to pieces like I literally almost just broke down I I almost I've never wanted to physically harm someone in my entire life Mm -hmm. but that was the only time where I was like if I find out who did this Mm -hmm. I will literally beat their brains in Mm -hmm. like I literally wanted to kill someone Mm -hmm. like I my I was like shaking because I was so I was just like I've been here Right. For so long, right. working my ass off every single day mm-hmm. for bike riding. I'm working my ass off for BMX, mm-hmm. and someone writes "fuck Trey" on the container. Right. And I was just like, I I didn't eat, like there was no words to even describe my emotional state because I was so. I was just, I didn't even know what to do. Like, I literally was so, like, embarrassed and ashamed and just humiliated. Like, I was like, dude, like, someone that was at this event did Mm -hmm. this. Right. Someone that paid money and had the time of their life was so mad at me that they had to deface someone else's property and do that. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, I will never do another BMX again, BMX event mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Like, I literally was like rethinking my whole shit. Like, I literally like, Rob Delucky came over to me that morning and like wanted to like get a photo of me. And I was like, Rob, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not talking to you. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not talking to anyone. And then my mom came over. She was like, I'm so sorry. And everyone just kept coming over like, hey man, like you did a good job, buddy. Like, it's okay. And I was just like. I was so over it, and I was just yeah, like, right. I was so, yeah, I was just so over it. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, and I just, like, I walked around in that whole field, picking up beer cans, putting them in a garbage can all yeah. morning long. Yeah, cleaning up everyone's mess. Cleaning up messes, 
putting out fires, just cleaning up trash. And, um, I, and I was just over it. I was like, I'm done. Like, I was like, I don't want, I'm, I'm, I'm so done. Like I was just, I was just exhausted. Sure. And, um, Sure, but being... for like the next few days, I was like, well, that was cool. I'm never doing it ever again. Like that, was, yeah, right. I'm never, right. uh, I'll, I, I worked my ass off for bike riding. All I got was a big, like, screw you. Like, and that, and that killed me. Like I literally, I, I, I was so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like I was literally crushed. Like I was literally crushed. And, mm-hmm. um, and, like, I wasn't, I'm pretty good with criticism, you know? Like, I'm, like, I know people don't like what I do, and I'm not the best bike rider, and I know that. I'm not, I mean, I just, I've, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not, I can, I can't even do a bunny up Barsman. I'm not, like, I'm not a, I'm not the best pro, I'm not Scotty Kramer. I'm not going to win the X Games. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know that. I'm not, right. I'm not trying to be that guy. Right. Um, but, and I, so, like, I, I take criticism, I know I'm not the best, right. and, but, like, seeing the outpour of criticism on the internet, like, it just bummed me out, man. Like I was like, and I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't, I wasn't going to give the person on the internet the satisfaction of stooping to their level of immaturity right. Right. to argue with you. Be like, well, you don't know me. I'm not, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm right. not, I'm not, right. a ch- I'm not a child. Right. I'm not going to go on the internet and argue with someone oh, no, about the work that I did. I know what I did was right, right. and that's fine. But anyways, a few days afterwards, I'm like, you know, I'm still bummed out about everything. And I just see on Instagram just post after post after post of just, thank you so much, Atrey. I love Swamp Fest. I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. I had so much fun. Like, so much. Like, the outpour of positivity was just, like, was exploding through my phone. Like, I had, like, 40 missed texts that day of just, like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is so great. This is so great. This is so great. This is so great. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what, man? Like, why am I going to want – why am I going to let – one scumbag asshole right ruin my fun of doing an event that ruled like mm-hmm. why i didn't do anything wrong like i no. i did the right thing like i i and it was i had so many people try to tell me this and i was just like listen man i know that you're trying to just make me feel better well, but like I'm no sorry. one's going to convince me of this unless i convince myself that's right you have like to, you i have, have to, to convince myself it. that I, that i'm stoked you and i was just and i was like yeah. i was like i know you're going to come over here you're going to say you did such a good job don't listen to them blah, blah, blah. i know like i don't want right. to hear that i don't want to hear you make me feel better little buddy like i don't right. want to hear that right. so once i like decided myself like after seeing the outpour of like thank yous and positivity i was just like this rules, man. Like, yeah. like the BMX kicks ass. Like this is right. awesome. And, and I was like, you know what? I am going to do it. I am going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I am going to like, I, it, I, I am going to do it again and I'm going to make it happen. And like, you know what I mean? Like if, if no one, like if, if dudes aren't psyched on it, then that's fine. But it's like, it's, it's only, I stuck my neck out there. Like, and when you make yourself vulnerable like that, you're vulnerable to criticism, and I knew that going into it, but I didn't think it would have that big of an outpour of negativity. And I had, I'll say it right now, mm. I had the guy that runs these hate pages on Instagram message me and apologize mm-hmm. and say, Hey man, I really didn't mean for it to get this out of hand, and I didn't mean for it to like go this far. Like it was all submissions, I didn't make any of that stuff. Pretty much just, you know 
Right. Just like it, it, not wanting to take the blame for what he did or whatever. Right, right. And all I said back was, yeah, man, it really sucks that I worked my ass off for BMX and all you did was make fun of me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, I know. I'm really sorry about it. But what you said about the spray paint was kind of lame. Like, like you, like, really, like, really expecting to do a DIY event and, like, people would be like, and I was just like, dude, so, like, yeah. go jump in a lake. Like, if I was on your level of immaturity, I would screenshot this and I would be posting on the internet. But I'm not an immature mm-hmm. baby like mm-hmm. you are. And I'm not going to try to deface someone's, mm-hmm. like, image by doing this because I'm not a child. I'm not going to argue with you over this and I'm not going to try to make you look bad. You know what I mean? It's what I did was right mm-hmm. and the people that really matter in BMX loved it and that's all I care about. Like, and I've had certain, there was certain, I had so, so many brands. Yeah. Shadow, Sabrosa, I mean, The Source, Odyssey, all, dude, I, so many brands, I can't even, even, Empire, Relic, Mutiny, all these, all right. these brands that reached out to me and were like, hey, we want to help, like, right. we want to make something cool for BMX happen, right. and they all work together, and they put their differences aside, and everyone made a difference, and that's like, if I didn't have like a little bit of financial backing to make this thing happen, it wouldn't have happened. And it like, it costs so much money from me, like to make all this stuff happen and so much time. And like, like I said before, man, it's like, it's a lot bigger than just me. Like I'm just the face of it. Like I, yeah, it was my, it was my idea to do it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But like at the end of the day, man, like it's, there's so, it it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for everyone involved in bike riding. You know what I mean? And it's all these it's all these sponsors and just, just everyone, man. Like everyone, vans, but, I mean, it, GT, like I, just everyone. And it was just like, it was so kick ass. Yeah. Like it was so, it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people that are like, dude, like I so messed up by not going. Like, like you were saying, like I have oh, to go next time. year. I have to go next year. I, I have to go next year. And that's like, I'm like, all right, come on, bring it, like bring it on. You know what I mean? And like, and they will, they will. And the people that own, the people that own the event space were uh-huh. like, they were like, they were like, we don't understand. Like, they're like, we usually have local events where there's like a hundred people here, and there's like right. ten fights throughout the day. Right. There was twenty two, two thousand two hundred people at this event, right. and there was not one physical confrontation right. throughout the entire day. Right. They were mind blown. Right. They were like, how, 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 how is that even possible to have? over 2,000 people here and not have a fight and I was just like dude like that's just bike riding like, yeah. like that, that yeah. there's not like a, I, I, they were really concerned about it before they were like well we're really concerned about like you know like there being yeah. like security and stuff and I was like right. I promise you guys right. like I got this Plus like I got I got it like I, I, I know yeah. I know my dudes like I know right. bike riding like right. we're gonna be good like right. we're gonna it's gonna be fine and um it all worked out and it was yeah. good and like they, they're like dude, you're more than welcome back like, let's do this again like yeah. Yo, we had someone from England. I'm like, yeah, I know. I told you. Like, they, they, they had no idea. I think like, the count was like four or five countries. Nine countries. Nine countries. Okay, yeah. wow, way nine, off. Yeah, nine countries. Yeah, because um, you had Australia as well, right? Yeah, I mean, all over Europe, Australia. Um, there was one kid from Japan. Yeah. Like, it was, it, I mean, it, it was nuts, man. It was nuts. And it was, it was awesome because it yeah. was just like, I'm, um, I, it took, a lot of people I was talking to after the event, they're like, yo, you need to call out Rodeo Peanut. You need to call out Team Lee. You need to call these dudes out. And I'm like, no. Why? I'm not, I'm not 
There's no point. I'm not an immature crybaby yeah. right. like they are. Like, right. they're just mad because they're seeing people stoked on me right. and they have to say something. Like, I did a badass event for bike riding. Like, it kicked ass. And, like, there's going to be people that are going to talk shit. And that's fine. That's cool. Like, and it's just, like, because I know the people that really matter, mm-hmm. like, they love it. And it's just, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction mm-hmm. of talking shit. And there's right. also certain pros out there that have mm-hmm. talked shit on the event. Mm-hmm. And... If they show up at Swamp Fest, they will be welcomed with a, you can give me your money, then you can turn around and you can leave and right. fly home. Right. Um, so, yeah, there is just, that's yeah. that's all I want to say about it. And it's, uh, yeah, I didn't, um, it, it took a lot, man. It took a lot to not, like, respond to all the, all the negativity and, you know, kill them with kindness. Like, you know what drives someone crazy when they talk shit and you don't say anything bad? Right. When you don't, they're like, oh! I want him to be mad though. I want him to be mad. And it's like, no, dude, it's cool. I know you're wrong. It's cool. Hey, it's, it's all good. Like, you run an Instagram. You're right. badass. Like, right. Right. you got 50,000 followers, dude. Yeah, yeah. right. 50,000. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Right. How much money do you make off of that? Oh, that's right. You don't make money off Instagram. You're just some random dude that works a normal ass job that tried to be a professional bike rider at one point in time like like i I, i'm i'm doing an event like i'm doing something really cool like congratulations you have an instagram like you got some 12 year old kids to say yeah yeah yeah, fuck trey like yeah 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 yeah. it's like dude i don't care like i don't i don't care man like so it's it's all good like it's i'm doing an event again i don't care what anyone says and that's i was hoping your your answer would would get around to that that Bottom line is, yeah, it hurt. It took days to get over it because you, like you said, you were physically worn out, you're emotionally worn out, and then bam, you get hit with the I didn't wear a shirt for four days. Right. Well, think about that. You wouldn't wear a shirt for four days. That's, I didn't that's wear a shirt not, for that's four not days. News. What kind of news is that? That's that's no news. Someone said it looked like I just came out of like a Vietnam War because I was like my legs were all bloody and I was just like my face was just black with dirt and like sun poisoning and my eyes were all exactly. bloodshot and I was just like my voice was just like uh, I sound like Jimmy Levan. Ta- oh my god, yeah, I, I remember talking to you and your voice was shot and that was on Saturday. Your voice was yeah. completely shot. Yeah. yeah. So if I talk a lot, my voice just goes like eh, full on Jimmy Levan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, the good news is, is you found a way to deal with it, and I, yeah. I love your answer that the best way to deal with it is to kill him with kindness because there's there's no winning the the unseen person. Oh you know? yeah, it's yeah. It, there's no winning, and the, the more you fall into it, the the you're just continuing it, and you're giving it, them satisfaction of right. getting you riled up. Like I see a lot of pros on there, like they are they argue, right. and it's like all you're doing is giving more fuel, man. Like, right. like you know what really drives them crazy if you don't say anything, yeah, and they're like, yeah, yeah. they're like they're checking their Instagram to make sure you responded, and when you yeah. don't respond, they're like, oh well, he must have just not seen it. It's yeah, like, no, right. he just doesn't care. <laughs> like he doesn't like he's not he's not an immature crybaby like you right right. it's not you know and um yeah but uh yeah man it's cool and like like first off like ronnie b john paul rogers yeah magoo yeah those three right there yeah that they were the forest behind swamp fest because they ronnie came to me he's like he's like are you he's like he's like so when are you doing swamp fest i'm like i'm not gonna do it and he's like you have to do it you oh, have before to do, this year. Yeah, he was like, "You have to do Swamp Fest," and I was like, "Dude, I don't know, man." I was like, "I was like, I don't know what to do." Like, 
I was like, we can't do it at Jeff's anymore. The guy that we did at my friend's yard, Jeff Honeycutt, right, right, his right. yard before. It outgrew that. And right. it was like 1,500 people. It was crazy. Or 1,300 mm-hmm. people. And it was crazy. And it was mm-hmm. way too much. And it was just, it was insane. I was mm-hmm. like, we can't do it here again. We literally cannot. It was, it was like, it was just got out of control. And, um. Well, that was essentially a neighborhood, right? I mean, that wasn't like. Literally, that. it was, it, yeah, it was literally just someone's yard. Like, it right, was just right. crazy. Yeah. And, um, it was so, it was just crazy. And, right. Uh. I was like, dude, I don't, I, I need an event spot. I right, don't, I right. can't, I, dude, it was so much work. Like, I don't, I don't know if I can do that again. And he's like, he's like, this is what you gotta do. You gotta find a spot. Mm-hmm. You gotta find a rental place. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure out how much that's gonna cost. You right. gotta figure out how much it's gonna cost for wood. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out, you need to do a whole budget. Figure mm-hmm. out how much money you're gonna need. Mm-hmm. And then if that. we can find sponsors, we right. can pull this off. And they, and him and John Paul were like, dude, we can do this. Like, John Paul helped me with like, he sent out emails and contacted people and yeah. and helped and helped me connect the dots and went to meetings with me and like made sure that I didn't sound like an idiot. He's like, listen, this is what Trey wants. He wants this, this, you know. And like, right. they both helped me because they know how to like deal with business. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, man. Know, like, I've never even rented a car before. Like, I don't know. I don't, right. I don't know how to rent a whole facility and do insurance and all. Right. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know right. what I'm doing. And they like, they were like, listen, you can do this. Like, right. we're gonna help you. We're gonna help get it off the ground. And then. Right. With Magoo's involvement, John Paul kind of hooked all that up, and Magoo was right. like, he just gave me like tips for advice on like how to do events and like what to do, what not to do, and what to stay away from, and just kind of helped me a bunch with that stuff. And like mm-hmm. those dudes, like I, you know, obviously like I did all the work, but right. they were like the driving force, like yeah. behind me, and they like were like, you can do this, right? We'll help you get to that point mm-hmm. and achieve this because I promise you, like it'll be worth it, and right. it was, and. You know, they, it's, it, like, those dudes, like, they're, they're the ones that I owe, because they, right. they were the ones that really helped out, and it's cool, like, because it's like, I mean, this is the guy that did Roots Jam, yeah. this is the guy that did the, oh, the yeah. Roots Jam, like, so he's like, listen, dude, I know what you're going through, yeah. I know how all this works, right. I got you, like, I yeah. can help you, I know right. what to say, I know how to, so he really helped me out, and it, and it all, and it all worked out, and it was, and we go put on big events, rest. too. Yeah, 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 and it was in that, in in that, and that was my first time working with Goo, and he's yeah. one of my favorite human beings on planet oh, Earth. He is so. Awesome. He is literally the greatest human being. Uh, uh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, and someday he's I'm gonna, amazing. I'm, someday I'm gonna break him down. He gave me his business card because he didn't break down completely, but I'm like, I have to talk to you at some point. But yeah. he's like, I don't have anything to say. I'm like. That you have to talk such, to him. You have to, you such, have to interview him. It's such bullshit. You know what I mean? Just have like, a list. Just have John Paul be like, John Paul, I need a list of names right, right. From, from Magoo's past. And just write the names down and be like, okay, Jimmy LeVan, go. What do you know about Jimmy? And right. he'll just ramble about Jimmy. Right. Okay, oh. John Paul Rogers, what do you have to say about John Paul? He'll just go crazy. He's, he's, he's in, he is he incredible. Is, he is, he is touched, incredible. He has touched everything in BMX. Oh. You've got everything he, he's, to say he's insane. about BMX. And the way his, his delivery is so insane that you're like, this guy's full of shit. Oh, yeah. This guy's full of shit. Now, yeah. like, I'll, I'll leave the conversation. Ronnie be yeah. like, everything said was true. And I'm like, there's no way. He's yeah. like, yep. All yep. those figures, all the millions and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Real. Right on the all line. That, he doesn't lie at all. And I'm like, no way. Yeah. So what he told yeah. me was real. He's like, I swear to God, dude, it's, dude, it, dude's incredible. And I was just like, I can't let a guy like that go without his story being told. Only because it—you'll—he's a—he's one of a kind. I, yeah, I, I he's know incredible. it's cliche, but he is—he is absolutely one of a kind. He spanned—we're talking four four decades minimum yeah. of real BMX involvement yeah. before he. Dude invented the box jump, supposedly. Go. John Paul's like invented the box jump. 
And I was like, no way. He's like, I swear yeah. to God. Organized yeah. first BMX contest ever. I'm yeah. like, what? He's like, I swear to God. And I was like, no way. Plus he was part of uh, the... Mongoose. Well, Mongoose too, but Florida uh, Florida BMX racing back with I didn't the even know. and all that stuff. I didn't even know that he was from Florida. He's like, yeah, I grew up Bridgeton. I'm like, yeah, what? Right. He's like, yeah, my whole, my whole life. Mom still lives down there. No yeah. legs. I'm like, what? Wait, your mom has no legs? Like, yep. Smokes every single day. I'm like, yeah. what are you, what are you saying? There's no way. And John Ball's like, he's telling the truth. I'm like, no he, way. And he has relatives up in New York by me in Connecticut. Or yeah. well, in New York, but right near my... He probably has a relative in, in every state. I would yeah. be surprised. So he's like, oh, I'm up your way every... Just, here's my card. Just call me. Maybe I'll change my mind on it. No, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right, you just gave me a flat no, and then you gave me your cell phone number. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. Here's my card. Call me anytime. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I, you know, honestly, with people like that, it's it's a matter of just building trust. And, yeah. and you know, it's yeah. he, he's a story that has to be heard because that's for people like you that appreciate people like that from that yeah. from all that cover yeah. so many so many generations. But yeah. but anyway, I'm glad you had people like that involved in your in that part of your life going through that because yeah. if you didn't, I could absolutely see that you'd say definitely never again you yeah. would have held to that i'm never doing it again yeah. you know and that positivity that you got back yeah because i can tell you that that when i do it albeit minor smaller scale yeah. all i'm doing is trying to raise money for people so yeah it's it I, I don't get i don't get a lot of negativity but then again i'm not who you are i i'm, yeah. I'm coming at it from you did an event with almost a thousand people that's a big scale but i'm not that's a big scale but i'm man. not coming at it from your perspective i'm not a pro rider i'm not open to criticism like you yeah. someday will be because eventually it's going to get to the point where people are going to start criticizing yeah. just because it's the nature of people yeah. you know whatever yeah people criticize for whatever it's that's just the way it goes i could take it though because i'm getting to the age where i don't give a shit yeah yeah. I, just, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. So for you to not to to get over it and and say, I don't give a shit. I'm going to kill him with kindness, and you're only almost 26. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So if you yeah. can keep that that train of thought and just let it bounce off you, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, yeah. but if you can keep with that that mindset and just let it bounce off, you I mean, should do it as long I mean, as you dude, can. Dude, I've been like it's. I mean, I know I know I'm only 25, but like yeah. I've been under fire for a long time. Like I've been. Right. I mean coming in January I've been riding for Shadow for 10 years really and like it's like wow. I've been like I've been doing this and putting out videos and being <sighs> criticized with comments this kid sucks blah 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 ever since I was 14 years old man like you yeah, know like yeah, yeah. it's not it's not anything new like I know that everyone's gonna be psyched but at the same time like there's gonna be dudes that are like super bummed you know what I mean and it's just like you just gotta learn to be like okay whatever like I don't right. care. you know what I mean like you just have to do that so yeah. but um yeah I mean I mean that's 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 all I gotta say about Swamp Fest it, it was it was rad I was yeah. stoked on that I did it I'm gonna do it again and it's gonna be awesome yeah it's well, I'm glad really you're rad. gonna do it again because it was so good yeah if you didn't do it again so many people would be just incredibly yeah Devastated. bummed out and yeah. they would just inundate you with with text phone calls I'll pass out your number I'll make sure everybody gets it because <laughs> please because... don't <laughs> hey on Friday on Friday on Friday so the gate the gates didn't open up till 3 o'clock on Friday yeah yeah I looked at my phone at noon on Friday and uh, before that it was like it was like noon it was yeah it was like around 12 o'clock yeah um, someone came up and me like dude the line is insane 
out front. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, there's a line like down the road into the, I'm like, yeah. no way. I looked at my phone. I had like 40 missed calls. <laughs> All dudes being like, and text being like, yo dog, I'm out front. Anyway, you can get me in early. And, and, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. No problem. He's like, yeah, I'm with like 10 other dudes in this car. You think it's cool? I'm like, oh my God, dude, come on. Like I can hook you up, but I can't, I can't let 15 people in for free. Like, come on. Like, so it was just a like, complete oh, I, shit show. Everyone be like, yo, dude, I'm outside. Like, anyway, I can get in. I know you're really busy. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I had to just, like, put my phone down. And, like, I was like, no offense to everyone. I'm not responding to no one because I, I, right, it's, right. it's, once I open, I know if I walk out to that gate, right. it's going to be crazy. People are like, Trey, hey, 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 can we get out? I'll give you the money later. Like, it's cool. Right, right. Like, oh, my you God. You know what's so funny? When I did my event, um, there's a particular team, but the team showed up. This is a benefit event for Scotty Kramer. Yeah. They were pissed off that they had to pay 10 bucks a piece to get in. Yeah. And I heard about it after, thank God, yeah. because I was busy running around. And let the team in for free for what? Yeah. For what? You know, nobody gets in free. If the president yeah. showed up, they pay, he paid When I showed bucks. up here, I walked straight to the counter. I was like, all right, I'm going to ride for the weekend. It, it, I was like, Where, what do I pay the money? They're, they're like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, yeah, they're I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm here. I'm a visiting pro. I'm here, uh, here to ride. I'm like, right, no, man. Right. Like, if they want to offer it, cool. But like, yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah. Don't act like an asshole. Pay your money. But especially. And, and walk in the door. Like, $10. Come yeah, yeah. on, dude. Right. I don't even care if it was like 40 bucks right for the two days. I'd be like, all right, cool. It's worth it. Right. One lap in that in that woods room, I'd, I'd pay 40 bucks for that. Like, cool. Let's do yeah. it. You know? Like, but, yeah. So, it's, yeah. yeah people are just, you see people's real character when it comes to stuff like that. Because they're like, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, hey, can you get me in? I'm like, yeah. come yeah. on, dude. Right, right. This shit ain't free. Like, you, no. I, I'm not I'm not out here becoming a millionaire off this. Like, no. I'm not like. No, you're trying to break even. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's the crazy so it's part. Just, you came a long way through that experience, yeah. and that's good because yeah. they could have, like I said, without the right people and without you reflecting on it and the support you got after, that could have gone sideways. It could have gone completely the wrong way. So thank yeah. God that, that worked out because we all want to go next year. Oh, yeah. And and we know you're going to do a great job. And I, wanna, I, I, mean, I I literally got to take like two or three runs on the dirt jumps, and I was like, oh, oh, hey, someone needs me. All right, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I, I know that feeling. You can't really participate much. No. but. But the joy of just having everyone there makes all that planning yeah. frustration go away because that the day of the event is just so yeah. you're just so happy to see all these people having yeah. having a great time and if you're lucky enough to have good weather you're like oh my god this is like yeah. how much more could I ask for this is great yeah and then you know from my end on the fundraising part when you can actually deliver for someone. Yeah, deliver yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what you what you're what you're trying to do deliver on your your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even even better. Yeah. Um, for me, that's yeah, just yeah. me. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, well, I mean, first one festival we did. All proceeds went to Scotty Kramer. You know what I mean? That oh, that's was, right. That yeah. one did. Yeah, yeah. So you know exactly how oh, that I know. works. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. I, yeah. It's. But he's in give back mode now. So oh, you, yeah, you yeah, could have yeah. you could have chosen him if you wanted to, but he would have he would have rejected it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's already you know he he has uh, in his comments to me he feels like so many people have done so much for him he just wants to get back now yeah which yeah. is amazing that's just the amazing yeah. person he is but um all right now i really have to whip through questions because uh because i really could keep oh it's only been an hour and 40 minutes ah, cool i'm yeah. trying i'm what's the longest one so far uh 239 cool we're beating it you want to go for it all right 339 we'll, we'll, we'll let's do it. it all right well <laughs> let's <laughs> well we just went through and by the way shout out to seth Manderos, who is a fellow digger of cody um, up at the trails in Rhode Island. So he had actually 
asked about Swamp Fest, and he just basically said Swamp Fest has been a massive success. What advice, what advice would you give uh, offer others that want to organize something positive in their own scene? I think we covered that pretty well. Yeah, I mean, if you um, want to do an event, find a place to do it at, and then go, I mean, yeah, <laughs> go go to your local shop, say, hey, I want to do an event, like, can I? Right. Can you get me in contact with some sponsors, and mm-hmm. do that, you know, and just kind of reach out to brands, say, hey, this is, this is what I want to do, this is why I want to do it, can you guys offer anything? Right. Most likely sponsors will be like, oh, we'll send out some product, or we'll send sure. you some money, or whatever, you know, and then just go from there, and just do an event, you know, put out a flyer, and that's all you can do. You know, exactly. That's all all you can do you know you like i'll be like oh how do we get sponsors go to your shop go to your local shop and be like hey i want to do or call i mean email do something you know it like is easier to you, do got, you got you got you got you got to try you just gotta like all it takes is a little bit of effort and you can do it my, dad, don't my dad said a little bit a little bit of thinking goes a long way that's the same with effort a little yeah, bit of effort yeah, yeah. goes a long way definitely and patience yep but definitely the shop route is i would imagine yeah. the, the way you have to go at first yeah. until you build some credibility and then yeah. My my personal advice is keep it going because if you keep it going, well, once you pull it event, off once, once right. you pull it off once, like you're like, hey, I'm Joe Doherty. I did the Scotty Camera Jam last year, and they're like, oh yeah, we know who you are. What do you want from us? You know, like, and then right. they're interested. You know what I mean? Right. So once you do it once and you pull it off, yeah. then it's like you know, it's at least the door is cracked open. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Whether yeah, yeah, you know exactly. whether you're Joe Doherty or Trey Jones, at least yeah. the door is cracked open, yeah. so you can at least get someone to listen to you and hear what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, first one's always the tough one. That'd be my advice. First one's always the tough one. Just get to that second one. You got kids nowadays have every single tool in the world with phones and technologies like yeah. that yeah. to make anything happen. Yeah. You can make anything a possibility. Mm-hmm. There's guys out there that did this back in the 80s and 90s that had no, they were literally putting out paper flyers like, man. How does people show up to this thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have the internet. Like, right. you got, like, you have, you have all the tools. Use them. Like, use the tools and get something done with it instead of just sitting back and complaining. Look at all the stuff Matt Hoffman did in his yeah. late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Just because he didn't like the way it was going, so he just started his own. All right, we'll go to some fun ones. Evan Smedley, guy from Harrisburg. Super cool guy wants to know if you had to pick one VHS to play every morning, what would it be? Castaway. Wow, that was that was really quick. Kelsey's gonna if she listens to this, but she won't. She'll be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Every day. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna text you the soundbite exactly this yeah. part of it, yeah. and then you can play it for her. She'll just be like, "Oh my god, you're an yeah. idiot! You're so stupid." <laughs> well, that part I'm gonna cut out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but if if it BMX video, yeah. uh, forward, probably just because I like the soundtrack and then just I I can like sit there and listen to it and I like I can like visualize it in my head like without even having to look at it like I what, know what's, what's going. Uh, this is where I have to show this is the gap. I always call it the gap where I was gone. What's uh, the forward from? What era? In, uh, in... so two thousand two, I believe it came out. Etnies video. Um, Who just, produced that one? Uh, Etnies. Oh, but who made it? Dave Perrick. Oh, okay. Got Dave Perrick made it. It's like, I mean, for me, it it is the perfect BMX video. Like, it's it's mm. it is the it is the perfect bike riding video. There'll never be another video that make that makes it. That's that's better. Like, perfect right. riders, perfect video. Uh, or no, perfect riders, perfect songs for the riders, perfect editing, perfect. Everything about it is perfect. And it, it was also the very first video I ever got, so it has like a special, special place in my heart. So. I got gotcha. you. 
Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty typical. Like that's like the typical video. But hey, yeah. that's it's it's. There's a reason why it's the best. Not everyone answers with that video. I'll tell you that. Um, alter your alter wants to know your favorite mid school frame. Favorite mid school frame. It was originally uh, the bully. We know that. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, bully hot rod was like the one. Which I. It's funny because like anytime I post anything, bully ground chuck is just like responds to it. He's like, oh, so gross. I'm like, oh, sorry, it's not like a standard STA, dude. Like that's what everyone thinks is so cool. The STA. <laughs> Yeah, I mean standard's cool or whatever. Like I like I mean if it's a standard, I like like a two fifty or something like that. I don't. But um, I mean uh, favorite mid school frame. Uh, I don't know. Probably a Garrett Burns T one frame. Like with with the built in seat posts and the grind guards, which I just got one. From oh, you did when I was in England. It was pretty funny. Funny story behind that. Oh, I think I saw you post. He said, about yeah. That. So okay. funny story. I'll I'll tell that story real quick. It's yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Go ahead. So we've got hours. We've got till midnight. Uh, I get picked up by the, at, at the I get picked up at Gatwick Airport in right. uh, England after flying all the way there from Florida. Right. Um, Tom Creasy, which is like the marketing manager for the source, picks me up. Driving down the road, he's like, "What's your top three favorite mid school things? Like your like your top three, like your what's your like your what like, it's like your top three, you know mm-hmm. top three ho- holy grail and everything like that." And I'm like, "Well, my holy grail, my number one holy grail of all time mid school thing right. is a Corey Anastasio bully jersey." Which yeah. I know I will never find. I know yeah. there's not one out there in existence. But yeah. if there want, if there is anyone listening out here, if you know of a Corey Nastasio bully jersey, yeah. I will pay whatever your price is. Whatever your price is. All the money. But anyways, saved so that was my ready. number. That was my number one. <laughs> that was my number one. Um, my number two is like I mean I don't really have like a there's that's that one's way far out number one but I guess like a number yeah. two would be like a Van Home and Mean Streets frame and then like a number three would be like a Garrett Burns T one frame. Yeah. And I told him that he's like, like the one with the grind guards and the seat boats and I was like yeah he's like, oh my god and I was like what he's like. I know where one is. And I was like, shut up. And I was, I was like, shut up. He's like, I swear to God. He's like, he's like, my brother-in-law used to ride and he like barely rode, but he had a Garrett Barnes T1 and it's sitting under my in-law's house no right now. And I was like, shut up. We drove to his in-law's house. I climbed into this basement in England, like mm-hmm. freezing cold. I'm like climbing through all this stuff. Um, <laughs> And I see it, the brown Garrett Burns T1 frame, all the original decals, barely even scratched. And I was just like, yeah. he's, and I got it for free. And I was just like, there's no way. So, yeah, funny story. But, yeah, probably Garrett Burns T1 frame, I guess. Like, uh, a Van Home, I, I say a Van Home and Mean Streets frame because that frame's super, super rare. And yeah. It's really, really hard to find. Yeah. And that was like, I, I feel like that's like the prime of Van Home. It was like right, right like, right the end of Schwinn, beginning of yeah. like, beginning of Fit. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, yeah. That's the that's my my, my Garrett Bridge T one story. From from the what I believe to be Van Homan's minimalist lifestyle of living, he probably doesn't have an extra one. Well, I bought around. I bought I bought Van's <laughs> this is funny. I bought Van's VHS collection. Did one you? Time. Yeah, I was driving. He hit me up and he's like, "Hey, all these, I have my whole collection. Like, do you want to do you want them?" And I was like, yeah, how much you want for it? He's like, uh, I don't know. I was like, what about a hundred bucks? He's like, uh, sure. <laughs> and I was on a trip. I was on a trip through Philly. So I just stopped through and I grabbed them and I had, it was like two big ass boxes. Shipping. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. So I bought Van Halen's VHS collection. That's awesome. No copy of Criminal Mischief though. Super bummed. Uh... Super bummed on that. I was like, no. He's like, dude, I got to keep this one. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, really? all right, well, Someone... we'll take it. We'll Someone has that that I know. I have nine copies of it. Oh. 
on VHS. What? You need a tenth? <laughs> I mean, I'll take a tenth. <laughs> but that's a th- see, that's what's cool about it. It's like, someone's like, yo, I, I know someone has them, and I'm like, I have ten of them. And they're like, no way! It just like, makes it that much more. Like, if I could have, like, 40 of them, that would be, like, that would just be the sickest. I bought, I recently bought four copies of uh, Etnies Forward from Stu Johnson. He's like, I have these. You want them? And I'll, he's like, He's like, I was like, how much? He's like, uh, I don't know, like 20 bucks. I was like, sure. And he like gave me one. I'm like, no, I want all of them. He's like, oh, uh, okay. You just take all of them then. Still like, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. He gave me, he gave me a bunch of stuff. Anytime Stu finds old stuff, yeah, yeah. he's on the first person he sends a picture of like, Hey, you want this? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Stu's the best. Sure. He's, he's definitely the best. I'm just going to shout out to Chris Briganti from uh, Long Island because he asked you what your Holy Grail item would be that you wish to acquire. And that's the Corey Nostalgia Jersey. Bully, so bully got, Jersey. Yeah. I hit up Nasty himself. Yeah. I was like, yo, dude, please tell me Where about this. It? And he's just like, dude, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't have one of those. Like, he doesn't that, have that, anything. That was a rough time period in his life. <laughs> that could be anywhere. His whole life was a rough t- <laughs> rough time period. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I, I'd like to think things are pretty straight now. But, um, so Wilder uh, than ever. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, another funny one from Evan Smedley. How many pairs of cutoffs do you own? Two right now. Wow. I, I, I wear one pair till they're till they're on, where until they're shredded. You can't say until they wear holes in them, because there's. Well, I I just no no until <laughs> I'm like until. It's terrible to say, but until they're like indecent to wear, until oh, it's you. like until it's like literally like my ass crack is like I hanging out or like right. there's a hole and like an inappropriate like it, that's ridiculous to say, but it's true. Yeah. Like I just. Yeah. Cause I don't wear underwear, so it's like whenever when I oh, when no, I get a that hole. Was, wait, you got it all wrong. That was the inappropriate. inappropriate no, I don't. I, I don't. I I haven't worn. I, I no. I have a TMI, man. No. I don't, what? Come on, man! I'm showing this much skin. You might as well know that. <laughs> I didn't have much more. It's not like that's like a big surprise. <laughs> but no, it's like if I, it. Oh, I only. Have, I well, no, I probably have like three or four, but I only wear like two pairs. I have this pair and I have a black pair and I, I go bet- I go between them, but... I was supposed to wear cutoffs for this interview too. I oh. told someone I was going to and I forgot. Yes. I totally forgot. Yes. There we go. Murphy's got a knife right here. I can't make him out of this pair. <laughs> this is the only good You're going to go home and be like, honey, honey, <laughs> check out my new shorts. She's yeah. going to be like, what the hell are you wearing? You realize it snowed at my yeah. house today. I actually have to go home with all my pants. <laughs> And I'm supposed to go to some brewery after this, so that would be really weird. But is Mike Connell going to be there? That's why I'm. Oh yeah, I knew it. How did I know? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, he, he wants Tough me to see what Mike. he's been up to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. If you could have, uh, well, you kind of answer this, but Nick, uh, Nick Happy, guy from up my way, wants mm-hmm. to know if you had one mid-school bike, whose would it be? Whose like, bike? Let's, let's say complete. Like the complete bike. Yeah, let's say uh, complete because a f- you already talked about frames. <sighs> there's a few. I mean, I would love Kevin Porter's KP Ripper with the white hubs. That's a that's an iconic bike. Mm-hmm. Um, Taj's tan bike with the white forks. That was an amazing bike. Um, jeez, uh, Nate Wessel's uh, Wessel Code with the Etni sticker on the front. That was a really cool bike. Um, oh wow. I mean, like, there's, like, these, I mean, these iconic bikes, like, I, mm-hmm. I, oh, an early Gary Young Dirt Brothers with, like, the red Odyssey seat, oh, that would be sick. Really? Um, I don't know, yeah. I mean, any of them, like, any, any iconic bike that, you know what I mean, like, it's that I remember, like, and it's funny because, like, 
yeah, it's ridiculous to think that kids think that way nowadays, but I know they do because they're like, hey, remember the one clip where you had the blue and black frame, you had the gold wheel in the front? And I'm like, wow, kids actually, rem- they remember the same thing about my bikes that I remembered about pros. Like, I remember Taj's tan barcode they had with the white forks and he had the gold front wheel. And, right, like, I, right. I, you know, I mean, like, I've, I've remembered that bike. Or Brian's was, Brian was Mursky's blue Schwinn with the gold front wheel. That oh. was a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So any wow, any any good. any iconic any iconic pros bike. Like right. That. Right. Was it Vic Murphy or was it Pete Augustine that had the front tough wheel? Just the front uh, wheel. The red one or the pink one that was Vic. Yeah. Vic had a pink one in the in the first Dirt Brothers. That's video. what I'd want. I just want a down and dirty, ugly bike. I have one of Vic's. I have one of Vic's old. Actually, I'll tell I'll tell a quick story. Okay. On top of Vic Murphy. You have a story. Vic Murphy is no, my all. No, Vic Murphy is besides Cornastasio is like mm-hmm. my all time favorite rider. Peg, really? Yeah, Pegless. One of the first Pegless street riders ever. Really? Um, first one of the first guy Pegless street riders doing lines in videos. Uh huh. And um. He just has an iconic style that no one else will have. And I like, admi- I admire like originality. Like mm-hmm. when people are like so themselves that there's mm-hmm. no one else that can ever right. emulate it. Like I, I admire that. Like yeah. no matter how someone, how good someone is, if they have like an iconic style, yeah. that's like, that's, that's something special. But um, anyways, so um, I was in the market for a Dirt Brothers sprocket, like the solid one that just had the Dirt Brothers logo on it. And I hit uh-huh. up, I got Vic's number and I was like, hey Vic. Um, do you happen to have any 36 tooth Dirt Brothers sprockets? Uh-huh. And I never met him before. Never, I've never really talked to Vic. Right. And he was like, oh man, let me see what I got laying around. Like, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, and he sent me a picture of one of sprockets. Like, I got this one. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me know yeah. how much you want for it. He was like, oh dude, I got you. I'll hook it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, thanks so much, man. I was like, if you have any other old Dirt Brothers stuff that like you want to sell, like let me know. I was like, I was like, I would die for a, for an, if you had an old Patriot. Like I would literally die for it. Like I yeah. would just name your price. And he's like, oh man, I don't know if I have any of those laying around. Blah blah. blah. And I was yeah. like, I was like, all right, well, cool. He's and I was like, my address is this. Like if you ever if you ever want to send it out, like no rush or whatever. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I get a box in my house one day. Uh-huh. Has five sprockets in it. Uh, two Dirt Brother stems. And his old Patriot frame. Didn't even tell me. Just surprise. Just boom. At my doorstep. Vic Murphy's old Patriot frame. Wow. I was just like, what? Oh, my God. I was like, I don't know this guy. Like, he just randomly was just like, hey, I'll hook it up. Like, and it, that that was just like, I was like, this dude's the shit. Like, this is awesome, man. Like, this dude is, he's the man. Like, he just fully hooked it up, like, so much. But, uh, yeah, that was my big birthday story. He is, he's, he's, he's awesome. Well, you must know Gary Young fairly well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe, and maybe I hit Gary up. put a little well, word in for Well, him. Gary. Gary, he's he's on my shit list right now because oh. I hit him up. Because I hit him up, I was like, "Hey man, if you have any old Dirt Brothers for any old those tan Dirt Brothers frames like that you want to sell, like let me know." Yeah. And uh, he was like, he just sent me a picture of four of them hanging up in his garage. He's like, oh he's like, "No nah, man, I'm good." And I was just like, "I was like, you're," I was like, "You're a dick." Rubbing like you were talking about in your other interview. I was like, I was like, that's way Gary is. I was like, but at the same time, I'm like, yay. I, I know I don't want to I don't let go of shit either, so I can understand why he wouldn't um, want to let go of it. But I mess him uh, all the time. I'm like, hey man, boy, that dirt brother's frame. Let me know. Like, I'll, 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 I'm I'll take it off your hands for you. Oh, uh-huh, that's great. But yeah. All right, let's hit. Uh, let's see. Oh, one more from uh, Evan. He wants to know what's the last trick you did at Castleberry. Uh. Last trick. Um. A crank arm on the flat rail out front because I videoed that 
my last run through the whole place, and it's on the internet. Oh. It's called One Last Run, and it's uh, it, it actually was my last run that I ever did uh-huh. at the house. I did it. I went through the trails, into the backyard, rode the mini ramp, through the house, aired the vert wall in the, in the living room, and right. then out the front door, and then grind the rail up front. So, um, yeah, it's online. If anyone wants to go check it out, One Last Run, wow. Trey Jones. The only one that I just watched was the one at Woodward. Where you went Which all one? over the damn place. It was oh, like yeah. one super long yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's recent, but I just... I just well, it was two it. years ago, but I just found... I just I just got a hold of it. The guy just gave it to me, and he was like, here, if you want to post this? And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, I, I had that idea for a while. I was like, man, I want to film, like, one run throughout all of camp. But, uh, yeah, it worked how, out pretty cool. How did you do that? Who was, do that? who was... Uh, Filming did, it? Whoever filmed, like, filmed uh, so well. Yeah, so he had, like, a glide cam, like, yeah. thing. Right. He would follow me. Like, the first part we saw at the plaza, he follows me. Right. And then we go onto the street, and if you listen in the video, you can hear a golf cart, and he ran, he jumps on the back of a golf oh, cart. Oh, and, okay. gol- and then the golf cart goes down the hill. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then he jumps off and follows me into the into the playground. Or yeah. no, into the school. Right. No, the playground. He follows me into the playground. Yeah. And then we run through Lot 8, we run down the rock, we run through Outdoor Street, we run all the right. way down. And then he meets up with the, with the dude again. Hops back on the golf cart again, okay. and then he and then he the I was riding behind I was riding behind the golf cart. He was sitting on the back seat filming okay. me, and we followed all the way down. It took a long time. It took yeah. it took so long to like get it all down because like we would get to the end and like a kid would be sitting on the ledge. Right. Like damn it, like right, right. So it took a while, but yeah, it was a pretty cool idea. I, I I've had the idea for a while, but like yeah. we finally got like fully pulled off. But we had to like the timing of the golf carts and stuff. Like the golf cart would drop him off at the playground. Right. It would like speed all the way down the hill to like meet us at it meet us at Outdoor Street. So right. it like literally like as I was riding up like the golf cart meet up. I don't know. It was really hard, but yeah. Wow. All right, let's go to a Trans Am question. Ooh, this is okay. from uh, Brendan. Oh my gosh, you know it's like Brendan Thompson, uh, guy from from Nashville, I believe. Uh, he goes to, well. He says that Trans Am exclamation point. Tell about that, and then. Uh, Ryan Shearer has one too. Yeah, is that right? And then um, I think someone else asked, or maybe this was part of Brennan's one, to know if it's a prerequisite to get on the team. Does Mark Burnett have one? <laughs> um. So <laughs> it, it's it, I've Smoking the Bandit has been one of my favorite movies ever since I was a little kid. That's actually another movie that I would put in in the morning just to just to listen to. Yeah. Um. But uh. Smoking Man has been, always been one of my favorite movies ever. I'm not a car guy by any means. I'm not like I'm not yeah. like oh look at that '65 Mustang. Bowl. I, I'm not I'm not a car guy by any means. Oh good. Okay. But the question about the Trans Am, like that that <laughs> Trans Am 1977 SE edition yeah. Trans Am that's is true. Smoking like, the Bandit is '77. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the ultimate. That I, I have a '79, but that's like the oh, ultimate. Okay. Like that's what I. I've always wanted one ever since I was a little kid. And, yeah. like, uh, when Ryan moved to Orlando, he had one. I would always see it and always, I would always, like, look at it. And yeah. I and I was just, like, dude, I would ask him all types of questions about it. Just be so into it. And um, finally, I was, like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was, like, I'm going to look for one. Like, I'm going right. to, so me and Ryan started, it was right before I got in Rosa. Like, we, we were going out, we were, like, test driving Trans Ams and, like, uh-huh. looking at them. And he was, like, dude, you don't want this one. Because the thing is, with that, with that, with that car is yeah. that, um, that 
it's valuable in certain ways. So it'll yeah. be like a pile of shit rust bucket. Someone be like, yeah, ten grand. It's like, dude, this isn't worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it is a Trans Am, but this thing is not worth ten thousand right. dollars. So I found a super good deal on one, and I had put a. It was right before Swamp Fest. I had put a deposit on it, and like I didn't really get to get it until after Swamp Fest. But uh-huh. um, I, uh, I had, yeah, I had gotten it. And what was the actual question? Um, the actual I was just kind of rambling. No, no. The actual question was. Oh, was it prerequisite to get out, to get on the team? Well, no, yeah, it's yeah, not. yeah. It was mostly how you got it. But really. um, yeah. So it's a '79. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the six six in it. It's the it's the bigger motor. Um, Ryan has an '81. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aiken. I have the same year as Aiken, a '79. Oh, Aiken um, has one too. Yeah, Mikey has one. So oh, we joked about making like a shirt that's called like the Trinity, and it's like me, Mike, <laughs> me, Mikey, and Ryan shirt with like the Trans Am logo or something like that. But uh, it was pretty funny because people were like, people were like talking shit, like you're just trying to rip off Aiken because my new seat's like based off of his old Nightwolf seat, but it's, it's instead of being his his old seat was a purple to blue fade with a with a wolf on it, and mine's blue to purple with a Jesco face on it, like purposely uh, like ripping it off. Right, like, right. It was supposed to be funny. Right. Like oh he gets a transient. The next thing uh, you know, he rips. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, he's the baddest dude on earth. Like, who doesn't want to be like Mike Aiken? But Mikey's trans name is like mega nice. It's like, yeah. like his is like mega nice. Him and his dad like ripped it all the way down on the frame, like completely. It's it's mega nice. Yeah. Me and Ryan are like ours are just like. Like they're not the nicest. They're just a Trans Am. Like it's not the nicest car out there. It's right. like they're both like beat up. It takes a few times to start it, and like we beat the shit out of it. And go drive on off road. Yeah, I was yeah we we drive. Lots. Oh yeah, yeah. We go haul ass, and yeah, it's it's fun as hell, man. But yeah, Trans Am. That's my that's <laughs> that's my thing. I literally it's the first time I've ever had like a car that isn't my daily driver. So, oh, um, yeah, I love it though. It's that's Jesco loves it too. Not a fan of no AC though. <laughs> not a fan of the no AC though. Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Just yep. move north; you'll be fine. Yeah. And actually, someone asked uh, Nate. Uh, Nate Karen. He's a he's a shredder from up in Massachusetts. He wants to know when you're coming up north to ride trails. Uh, hopefully this summer. Um, it sucks because I don't really get to go on very many trips that are just for fun. Like mm-hmm. I don't get to go on many trips that are just like me and my friends going to ride because I travel so much for riding that it's like yeah. if I'm going on a trip, I need to be getting something done because like it's right. it's 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 hard it's hard to just go on a trip and just go for fun where I or it's like I'm not thinking about like obviously this is the way I make a living so I'm constantly thinking about like oh I need to get an Instagram clip I need to do this right, blah, right, blah. Right. but um yeah hopefully this summer I mean Russ Barone always hassles me but he's like yo you gotta come up the, oh, gotta come yeah. ride the trails dog this summer yeah. you come ride the trails I'm like Russ I'm trying man like I, I want to like I really really want to but um cool. hoping to, I, I try I try to go to Bethlehem like at least once a year, but and I last few years I've been pretty right. bad at it. But yeah, it's I I, I, I love riding caddy is like my all time favorite thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah, love that oh, place. Did answer Not another a... question from this guy Jeff Mates. Okay, so this is weird though. Anyway, yeah, to every, I know I know some people are gonna listen to this and be like, oh well, <laughs> but I got I love caddy. Yeah, caddy's like my favorite play, favorite yeah. jumpster ride. They're just the, there is the best. Right. Not a fan of posh. No. I have a weird thing with posh where I get broke off. Every time I go there, uh, I get hurt every time. Really, like second or third run, and um, oh. I just can't. Being being from Florida, like when you saw the Swamp Fest jumps, like those yeah, are Florida yeah. jumps, flat right. ground. Right. You're pumping your ass off, pulling up, like you got to right. work for it. Right. Where posh is like you literally go lifeless. Ooh, that's down. Like downhill. you go lifeless, and you're downhill. Full speed. And I just I I just have a bad thing with yeah. posh. I don't know why. At yeah. Caddy is fine. Caddy's fine because everything's and that's like somewhat it's, downhill too. But it's but things are steep. 
it's steeper. Like, They're right. steeper, and it's right. like it's you can yank back and stuff like that, and like you can get try it a little right. bit. Like, I mean, right. po- I'm I'm no expert on posh by any means. I just have a bad thing. I have a sure. weird. I don't yeah. know why, man. Right. I every time I go, I either get knocked out or I get hurt or I don't know. I just I got a weird thing with posh. Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully, hopefully this summer. But caddy, I'm all I'm all about caddy. The weekend of the the jam this year, uh, July. 28th, 29th. It's um, Cody's house is only maybe an hour yeah. from where it's going oh, to be. Oh, rat! I've been wanting to go to Cody's house. So it's this, really cool. I, I, I owe him some, I owe him some uh, labor at his house for, oh, okay. for coming from Swamp Fest. There you go. I, I owe him about uh, three weeks of digging. So Three weeks? Yeah. Well, you're not going to make that up in yeah, one trip, but you know. could try. Although he sometimes can go 24 hours a day, so it's possible. Um all right, let's see. Oh, this is from Caddy Woods, from, I would imagine, Chris Janice. Yeah. Favorite Stone Cold... <laughs> it's funny, because <laughs> Murph took the picture talking about Stone Cold. Favorite Stone Cold Steve Austin moment, and elaborate on your love of old-school wrestling. Um, Were you? So, Well, this I'm... is also from Murphy Machetta. Okay, so... <laughs> surprisingly, I am not... Um, don't tell I'll, me you don't like wrestling. Okay, no, 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 no. All right. Um, so say, I'll explain. Confusing. I'll explain where my Stone Cold thing came from. Okay. So uh, Brian K. He's probably listening to this, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, oh, yeah. oh Like, but <laughs> so Brian's super into wrestling. Yeah. Sells wrestling t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he was staying at my house for like a few weeks because he was in between houses. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to him. I was like, I was like, "What's up with wrestling, man? Like, seriously, what, like, what's you know, what's going on? Like, what, like, what's up with it? Like, just asking questions about right, it." Right, right. And uh, I was like, who's your, like, your favorite wrestler ever? And he's like, Stone Cold Steve Austin for sure. And I was like, really? And I was like, and uh, he's like, yeah, dude, watch me these videos. He's badass. Yeah. And we started like uh, watching Stone Cold videos, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy is the sickest ever. Like, this guy is awesome. Yeah. And um, so I – and I was – and I started wa- – and I started getting, like, really into it, just watching more and more videos of him and just getting, like – and I just became, like – just uh, amused by the character. So I'm not an expert on wrestling by any means. I don't know barely anything about like wrestling at all. I just love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh And, but I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love The Undertaker. I love Mankind. Those are my three. I don't know anything else outside of wrestling besides that. Just just because I don't find it entertaining. I don't, I don't find any other wrestlers entertaining besides those three. Like those, those three are like, I can watch videos of them and be entertained and like watch interviews and just like, and I can, and I can be interested in it. But like wrestling itself, I'm not very interested in, which is weird because a lot of people think like, Mitchell's degeneration X. I'm like, dude, I don't really know. I'll be honest. Like I'm not, I'm not an expert. Like I don't, like I'm not like, it's almost like with mid school stuff. I like the mid school stuff that I like. I don't like everything everything about it like i i'm not i'm not an expert by any means it's just that like i like my few things i like and that's it but um favorite stone cold moment i was actually talking to it with, with scotty about it in the car oh, yeah. about um the whenever so what i liked about stone cold steve austin is that every wrestler well not every wrestler a lot of them are like the rock i hate the rock by the way yeah I hate the rock so much um they're like pretty boys, like super full of themselves. And they're kind of like MMA fighters. And I think they're, yeah. they're the shit. It's like, you're a wrestler. You're not that right. cool. Right. Where Stone Cold would like come in the ring and be like, you're an idiot. And like, be like, no bullshit, like straight to the point, no fancy costume, just like straight, like badass, like yeah. just not like he wasn't a pretty boy. And I always loved that. He was like the opposite of like what they're all about. Um, but whenever he filled the rocks, brand new car full of cement, 
That was like, because he hit like the rocks in the ring, like, no, no. And so he was just like, like flicking him off and like fill and like puts the oh, concrete truck in his, in, in his, in the convertible and just fills the whole car full of concrete and it just like, explodes. Oh, God. So that, that's, or whenever he drove, when he drives the monster truck into the, into the ring and like just runs over all this random shit and like, right. that's pretty good too. That's, that's, that's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. So I'm it's, not a huge, re- I'm not, I'm not an expert on wrestling by any means, but I do like Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's tough to be an expert on, on something that's so real, yeah. you know, like uh, wrestling. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. All right. Mark. <laughs> Mark Kutasny. and this this all goes together. I just somehow make them go together. Who would win a fist fight between Grave Digger or Dale Earnhardt and Dale and Dale Earnhardt? Oh <laughs> shit, that's a good one. Okay, okay. So what's what are what's our what's what's okay? Are we talking like Dennis Anderson, the guy that that start, that that owns Grave Digger? Or are we talking like the actual monster truck versus the human being? <laughs> Let's do either because I, I didn't clarify it with Mark before, but I'm I'm gonna go with let's let's put uh, the driver versus Dale first. Okay, well Dale Earnhardt would obviously win in that in that in the fist fight. But if it's Gravedigger, obviously his truck versus Dale's car. I mean that, Is this like that uh, would, that I would don't know, they're both like country smart the opposite of street smarts. It's a, that's a tough one. Redneck smarts is different. Whole new, holy level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, holy level. Pitch for. Yeah. Got it. All right, so who would win, Dale Earnhardt versus the actual vehicle versus? Oh, uh, well, Grave Digger will whoop anyone's ass. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> you did, have you ever been on in the Outer Banks and gone by like? Dude, I've never gone to Digger's Dungeon. I've seen you so haven't? no. I well, anytime we drive north, it's just ninety five the whole way. I've been we don't ever too go. Many times I feel like I'm robbing you of something. No, I always wanted to because go I don't because care. you can go drive. No, you can go like buy, no, not drive. You right. can buy like panels of the truck. Like you can buy yeah. like the hood of the truck for like three hundred bucks. Really? And I told Kelsey, I'm like Kelsey, I swear to God, if we ever go there, <laughs> I'm dropping at least a grand on this stuff. Like I'll be honest, like we're the whole whole inside of the house is just honeymoon grave digger parts everywhere. Trey Kramer and Kelsey yeah. Kramer yeah. going off in their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. First purchase. <laughs> yeah, I got a great bigger look. I got a great bigger shirt right here. Boom! Oh my gosh, obsessed right. with it. Love it. <laughs> sometimes I don't know where to go with things. Sometimes they fit, and sometimes they just. Hopefully, don't this work is entertaining for someone. Oh, it's it, no doubt, no doubt. We've we've taken the complete emotional roller coaster with this. All right, I don't know what this means, but. Uh, Macy and Bergman wants to know what's your second favorite color, not your first. If you give your first, you're getting kicked off the podcast, which is really my call. But color, um, yeah, white. That's your second favorite color. Yeah. Okay. Then I guess you're staying on. We're gonna finish this. Done. Okay. Let's go to a friend of yours. Okay. Jay Medina. I don't know his first name. Jason. Friend of yours though. Diener. Yeah. What's that? His name's his nickname's Diener. Yeah. Diener. Okay. Uh, he's honored to call you a buddy. Thanks for giving back to the scene, and most importantly, not forgetting where you came from. And his question, his couple questions, I'm going to rip through them. Do you get caught in your dad's vortex of conversation? <laughs> I, me? No. Anyone that does not know him? Yes, 100%. Got it. I know. I know. I know what topics to stay away from with with dealing with my dad. I know. <laughs> my dad would do the same thing. He would try. We to don't talk. Po- we don't talk. Politics. We don't talk. Us. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't talk politics. We don't talk about kids nowadays. And we talk about. Don't talk about hard work. Oh, 
That's three things we do not. We you do not bring up around my father. Oh, yeah, well, I I could understand. Which why. I I love I love it. I I, I really do. I love it. But right. I, just, I I know where to draw the line. A lot of people don't know where to like. They'll mention something like they'll be sitting there talking about it. And they'll be like they'll like say something later, man. See him right. Um, they'll say they'll like say something like they'll say you know well, I like this guy for president. And I'll just be like oh I'm out of here right, later. Right, like right. I'll just I'll just bail and my dad be like. Well, I'll tell you what he'll then he'll he'll rear up and my dad will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And talk, and talk. Yeah, yeah. Man. So yeah, that's perfect. No, I don't get caught in his vortex. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, when you get back, can we please do my leg tattoo? Yes. All right, it's an easy one. What's the best place in your opinion that you've been able to travel to ride or uh, travel to and ride? Best place to travel that to that you have uh, that you have been to that I've been to for ride for, for riding for riding that you've traveled to to ride. <sighs> That's a tough one to put it down to one. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like traveling in general. I mean, I'm super, super, super appreciative of getting the opportunity to travel to different countries, but yeah. like, I'm a very like a uh, picky picky eater, and mm. I'm very I hate to say it, but I'm a very American person. Like mm. I. You know, I like, you know, I like having my internet and I like being comfortable and I like being at my house and I just like, you know what I mean? I like the normalcy of my life. Like, I don't like, I'm not like, man, I just want to go experience new foods and just be in a weird situation. I don't, nah, that's not not my, that's not my deal. Um, I'm super, super appreciative though. I'm really appreciative that I get the opportunity to travel for a living. I love that. But I would just, if I have the opportunity to either go to France or go to California, I'm going to California. Like that's, you know, but, um, Hawaii. Hawaii was awesome. Hawaii yeah. was sick because it was yeah. just like it's the most place like Florida that I've ever been. Like just like just All humid, right. hot. Like uh-huh. go to the ocean, go to waterfalls, go to like tree. It's it's just sick, man. So right. even though it doesn't have the best riding, I would probably say Hawaii is the best yeah. I've ever been, just because like the atmosphere and like it's it's the closest thing to home. Good parks, right? Yeah, parks. yeah. A lot of a lot of concrete parks. Yeah, it was uh it was really yeah. fun when we were on that cult trip there. It was really rad. Recently, awesome. uh. Oh, no, 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 you were on Sabrosa then. Okay, Two I know they just went ago? recently. But yeah, 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 that they went on a cult fans trip uh, yeah. recently. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, probably like 2013, no, 14? No, 2015, beginning of 2015. Got it. So, yeah, but um, it was funny because I was talking to Sean, and Sean was like, yo, dude, you should have stayed on a little bit longer. We could get to go on a sick trip, dude. And yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, maybe I could just sub in for like one trip. Be like, yo, Robbie, can I just ride it out just this one trip? Yeah, right, so right. I'll, go to, I'll go to Hawaii. I'll do the video. Oh, like, God. then we'll call it quits. Right. right. It was oh, actually so late. And you probably heard the interviews with Ronnie and yeah. with uh, Robbie, yeah. but they both had really nice things to say about each other with the interact uh, with the transaction. We'll yeah. say of, of you as a team rider for Colt, yeah. and then on to Sabrosa. Um, but they also had a lot of nice things to say about you. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, those is... dudes, like, those, like, Robbie and Ron- Ronnie are, mm-hmm. like, my two, those guys, if, I would not be sitting in this chair right now doing this interview if it wasn't those, those two guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they, those are the two human beings that have shaped my professional BMX career, and I'm forever grateful to both of them. I mean, Ronnie... Robbie sponsored me before Ronnie even did, and Ronnie's mm-hmm. known me my whole life. You know, like Ronnie right. or Robbie. It's always, it's always with Robbie Ronnie. It always gets confused just because their names. Sure, but right, um, right, right. Robbie it what put me on fit whenever I was. I just turned 16, 15, oh, wow. 16 around there, uh-huh. and then Ronnie put me on, and when I was sixteen, later on in the year. But okay. uh, they're they're two 
they're completely polar opposite human beings. Oh yeah. But they're both successful businessmen and they're mm-hmm. both successful in their own way. So it was just like Right. Like dealing with Robbie and dealing with Ronnie were two different ballparks. Way different. Ronnie is like very structured, organized. We're doing oh, yeah. this as our plan for we got our whole budget planned out for the whole year with the whole team. We got this whole thing planned out. We're organized. We're gonna be doing right. this, 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 this. Right. And and I like that. That's right. I, I roll with it. Right. Robbie's like I could be I could have called him up and be like, Hey, I wanna go to Austin next week and film for like two weeks. Can you get a filmer there? And be like, Yep, let's do it. Done. Like just like the wit like just flying by the seat of his pants and I love it like I, I, both of them are just like they got their right. own thing like right. they, they got their own thing and it's right. uh they both of those dudes incredible human beings and just yeah. like I I cannot thank both of them enough for what they've done for me like sure. they I mean I'm getting interviewed as a pro bike rider right. I got flown from Florida right. to Pittsburgh to go to a jam because kids want to ride with me like right that's crazy that's right. ridiculous like that's 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 completely yeah. absurd yeah. but kids want to ride with me and like it's because of those dudes like they've right. taken I all I do is ride I'm not even that good I'm not like uh, by means anywhere on Scotty Kramer's level of riding by any means but they saw something in me and they like kind of you know put me stood me here dressed me up so you're gonna go do this contest and you're gonna do this and I was kind of like okay let's do it like so they kind of all the clothes off and yeah then you, yeah <laughs> after they and now we're stuck up. with yeah now we're stuck with a 25 year old washed up bike ride that barely wears a t-shirt um but no yeah those, both those guys I cannot thank both of them enough and even with like the whole suppressing thing coming about like there it was like super professional and just like the most like legit thing ever like it was it was awesome like it was, it was you cool. know what was cool is the in the robbie part of it you know when i it was funny because i did ronnie first then robbie yeah. and and i joked with them both after i'm like they did the same it's like you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys had the exact same yeah like you didn't even know that i was yeah. going to talk about this but yeah anyway same thing but the, what I really liked is that they appreciate at this point in your life it made more sense and Robbie understood yeah. that oh yeah and like it, it just it was funny you know, yeah they didn't want to hold you back or no Robbie they both want what's best for me and right. Robbie is a right. smart human being and he right. knows this is what's best for Trey mm-hmm. you know and he right. and he knows that I was like mm-hmm. look look, dude if I live in California we come to you man like, yo dude what's right. the plan like right. I'm 25 I got probably got another five years of this like right. what are we doing afterwards like what's what's going on you know sure um, and he understands that it was in like whenever I, I went, you know, I went to Robbie and I was like, listen, man, like, here's the deal. I just, I just turned 25. I turned 26 next year. I'm trying to think about my future. And obviously my future is at Sparky's and it's not like I'm going, um, I was like, I think that my next step would be to ride for Sabrosa just be to become more behind the scenes right. and more involved with Sparky. So whenever that day comes that I am 30 years old and I do need to be a team manager or whatever that. The transition is very easy because I'm already 100% Sparky's, and I just want to start taking steps towards that. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Yeah, of course, right. like, yeah, like, right. let's do it. Like, what do, what do we got to do? Like, and right. he was like, no questions asked. Like, yeah, of course, dude. Like, he's like, I'm so proud of you that you're making this decision and you're not putting me in a hard spot. Going like, I'm not where I'm not going. Hey man, like, uh, can I get a raise this year? I know I'm 35, but right, uh, right. I really need money. And like, making me go." Oh, dude. Uh, well, you're getting kind of old, and we gotta kind of figure out what the next step, you know. And and it's just like, uh, 
you know, but he was just like, yeah, of course. And I was like, all right, well, cool. What's a good time period for you? Like right. we got some front, we have some my signature frames in there. Like, let's move the frames. Let's do a video. We'll do like a farewell video. We'll get everyone exposure. We'll make it all good. I was like, when do you want to drop it? When's good for your timeline? Robbie and Ronnie talked. Everything was good, super professional. And it was like, it was good. It's funny because every time I see someone, they're like, hey, so like what happened with the whole like cult thing? Well, yeah, right, right. Down. I'm like, no, no, that, that that's how it went down. They're like really like that's it, it was clean and i'm like yeah like robbie is a professional ronnie is professional i'm professional like we all are adults here you know what i mean so right. that right. whole transition was awesome and like it was funny because i've always been pretty close with ryan but like i was never mm-hmm. allowed i wasn't allowed but i was like i always kept a little bit of dif- distance from ryan because mm-hmm. i never wanted robbie to feel uncomfortable about me being like really close with him you know right. like even though me and Ryan have always been really really close friends like I've never right. wanted Ro- I've never wanted to make Robbie uncomfortable about me right. being so close to Sabrosa right. I was like listen right. dude I'm 100% down with the cause like I'm not like don't make me think that I'm just gonna like dip out on you like you know mm-hmm. what I mean right. and I think that like I showed him respect for all those years of like being devoted to the brand that like whenever that day did come mm-hmm. to where I was like hey I want to go do this he was like yeah of course like no problem right. like and um yeah so it all just worked out it was it was really really good and it was how many years was, was that with Colt um, so from the very beginning, so from 2010, so 2010 to 2018, no way. so eight years. So he picked you up right away as soon as he eight started, years. you yeah. shifted over from fit or were you on? I was on fit. Yeah, okay. I was on fit. And Got then, um, it was pretty funny cause I went to Interbike that year that I was on fit. It was like the first time I ever going to Interbike. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so awesome. And, um, I got home and I was really sick and, uh. I was like sleeping all day and my mom's like, Hey, Robbie's tried to call you twice on your phone. Like, do you, do you want to call him? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. So I called him up. He's like, Hey man, uh, some crazy shit just went down. This is, this is the Monday after Interbike. He's like, Hey man, some crazy shit just went down. Uh, I, I'm leaving fit. Like, uh, I'm gonna start my own brand. Do you want, uh, are you down? Right. And I was like, yeah, of course. Right. Like no, no questions about it. Like, cause fit was Robbie. Right. Like Robbie, like there was sure. like, I, like anyone Anyone that says when they like when they rode for fit, like in when Robbie was at the building, mm-hmm. if anyone says they rode for fit and they do it with Chris Mullen the whole time, they're lying. Right. Because you Robbie was and is fit. Right. There's no one that will ever replace that. That he right. was he made that brand what it was. Right. Like he he was fit. And right. um and you know what I mean, like he's like we were talking about before with like, you know, taking the high road with criticism and stuff like that. Like yeah. he's never, he has never publicly said anything bad about Chris Muller. He uh-huh. never will because he's not, right. he's not immature. He will not stoop to that yeah. level. And no. he's like, he keeps his head up, he cruises along and he does, and he tries to just ignore the bullshit. And that's like, that takes a strong person, man. It that does. takes a really, 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 really strong person to like see all these people coming at you from all over the place. Right. Like, you know, like, Oh, this brand's not gonna do anything. Like right. Moeller did everything for fit. And it's just like, it's just yeah. like, no, dude. Like you need to like take a step back and just like like realize like Chris is a very successful businessman. Robbie's a very successful businessman. Right. You guys are both equally right. professional right. and successful. Right. It's all good. Like right. cruising, you know. Like so, it's just uh, yeah. It's it's when I when I rode for fit. I dealt with Robbie. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like right. you know what I mean. And that's and Robbie. Robbie was and it will always. The fit team will never be as good as when Robbie, when it was the the right. iconic fit team. Right. That was the most iconic team right. in bike riding at that time. And like, sure. if anyone wants to argue that, 
they're yeah. they're they're right. they're they're tripping like they're they're right. they're crazy so yeah. but yeah so yeah I I owe it all to Robbie he's yeah. he's he done has done nothing but treat me right so and the great thing is is he told his stories about going from T one to fit to yeah. to Colt he he like you say he took the high road but when he told the story he absolutely just left it as. I learned each time. Yeah. I just learned. Yeah, you never heard him say ever one. He never said one negative word towards Chris. He just said, I learned my lesson. I won't do that anymore. And I moved along. And he has every right to be very bitter and very Mm -hmm. negative about all of it. And he's not. He takes takes the high road and he does his own thing. And that's... Uh, you got to you got to respect that. Like yeah. that's 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 a pretty that's a that that takes a lot, you know. That Definitely. takes a lot as a as a human being to not like want to air that out. And that's what I love about, you know, knowing him since he was a kid, just seeing how he's how he's progressed and oh, yeah. obviously I missed a gap in there with T1 and yeah. and Fit, but um just his change from yeah. you know, when he was a kid yeah. and obnoxious kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to what he is now. Yeah. He's he's just a he's just a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, it's, anyway. it's, he's awesome. Man. He's 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 great. So, but fortunately, Ronnie's just as great. So, oh know, yeah, and Ronnie, so Ronnie you're, is you're dealing yeah, with I mean, two, two. I mean, I've known, people. I've known, I've known Ronnie ever since I was eight, nine years old, maybe. Like, I've known. Yeah. I, I mean, I've known Ronnie, and my whole family has known Ronnie ever since I was super, super, super oh. young, and it's uh, and it's um, it's great. I mean, I, I remember like, oh, that Rich Jam story that I was gonna tell you before. Yeah. So first Roots Jam yeah. at Alice Wigan Bike Shop 1987 like I said I had just yeah. started racing and I was right. I had just done the, the clinic and all that stuff uh-huh. um, it actually might have been around the same time okay. as Roots Jam I don't know right. I'm not sure um, but anyways so I uh, I um, I went to preschool across the street from where Roots Jam was oh, and I okay. vividly remember like looking out the window and like seeing the BMX contest going on and really? and like being like whoa that's really cool like that's really really rad yeah. and I remember my dad picking me up from school and taking me over there and we like watched like a bunch of the Roots, the first Roots Jam stuff really so that's pretty pretty funny though like that first Roots Jam when it was going on I was across the street in preschool and your parents and your grandparents already knew Ronnie and his family um anyway. not really um I mean my my uncle my uncle's a wakeboard photographer oh, okay so um and Ronnie was kind of involved with wakeboarding stuff oh, so okay. Ronnie and my uncle kind of knew each other a little bit so, so that kind of like there was kind of a little something there and like he knew that like I had liked to ride but I was just like I was like a four year old kid he didn't I got really you. like it. I, got I you. raced a little bit he didn't really know like oh, me very so well could... so we but we just went and watched we didn't even know what this was we didn't even know All what right. UGP was we were just like wow this Right. It's pretty cool. Like, yeah. This is crazy, you know. And then yeah. as I got older, I realized like, how important that contest was, and being like, yeah. "Wow, like that's really cool that I got, I got to experience that and got to see it." And like, that was like from some of my first memories as like a four or five year old little kid. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty crazy. You know? Do you ever look at what you're doing now with Swamp Fest as being picking up the torch and carrying it? Absolutely. Absolutely, it's funny because because uh, Ronnie does. Oh, oh yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know, well, and it, and, know, it, and it's yeah. funny because it's like, for so many years, I told Ronnie, I got, I would like, listen, dude, you pull the trigger on Roots Champ, I will do every single bit of damn work for that contest, uh-huh. and I will not, I will build every single ramp there. I'll do anything that you want for free just right. to make a Roots Champ happen. Right. And he's just like, ah, oh, man, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, I gotta do it myself. Yeah, like yeah. so I did Swamp Fest, you know, and um, which he's smart so, because he yeah. he leaves things at a peak. Yeah, 
Yeah, know? like people remember it as this great thing, and it'll always be remembered as this great thing. Right. It won't be like remember right. that one year it came back and it was kind of weird. It yes. was like no, you know, I mean, it, it's exactly it, 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 and that that takes a lot because he knows that he's sitting on a really great. Right. He has a good name behind it that he all he has to do is is do a contest and then people will show up. You know, yeah. but um, right. he had people come up to him or we were sitting together. At, well, wait, when hey. He was sitting at Swamp Fest, mm-hmm. and he had someone come up to him. He told me about this. Yeah. He had someone come up to him and be like, "Hey man, where do you, why don't you reach him? Blah, blah blah blah. Like you need to do another reach him." And Ronnie's like, "We're here. This is it? That's this exactly it. right. Like yeah. we're here. Right. We're 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 at this is the reach him. Right. Like this is the exact same thing, just under a different name. Right. Like this is it. Like what we why why do I need to do another contest in the same area and make right. it a contest like right. it won't be as cool as this like it won't be as like much of a party aspect and like everyone do whatever they want and like if you, hey you want to ride the ramps right. go ride the ramps then you want to ride the trails go ride the trails right. no practice there's no runs there's no nothing just go do whatever you want you know and um and he was fully there and behind it anyway right? oh yeah yeah so, he was like was, the full was... he was the driving force behind all of it and yeah. um right. my in in tying roots and swamp fest together is that mm. my I told him, I said I was like I was like my overall goal for swamp fest like my my ultimate goal is that Ronnie had five thousand people at the last roots gym. I was like Whoa. my ultimate goal is to beat his overall attendance. Right. Like I my my right. goal is to beat five thousand people and do a jam bigger than roots gym. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like cool we did it accomplished it right, right. mission accomplished like right. that's all I want to do like right. that's all I want to do is just beat and brought Ronnie's like do it do yeah. it beat it Go like beat it, it. Like, like, right. like like let's do it like you know like so he's like stoked to do it yeah like so yeah. um but yeah so that's uh yeah it's Roots Jam was a huge influence on me like that was that's first that's... video clip I ever had in a video was me jumping the spine at Roots Jam 2001 on a 16 inch bike an old shine video the oh, very very oh and the name the name that that they put under me was wow. Munchkin really because I was just a little kid I was like oh 10 gosh. years old so yeah. that's awesome yeah. All right, I'm going to rip through a couple more quick ones. Right. You, you're going to get the record time, so don't worry about that. Oh, hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, you I got, got like, a prize for it or something like that? What's that? Did I get a prize? Uh, yeah, they're in my backpack. Oh, it's cool. the video on the Skyway peg. Oh, per- oh wow. It. Yeah. Fantastic. The one peg. Fantastic. <laughs> That's it. So this one from uh, Brant Moore, who you met. I think you did that race trip with Scotty and the guys, right? Or were yeah, you on that yeah, one? Yeah, I know Brant, yeah. Yeah, really cool guy from Cleveland. Um... I'm going to skip some of his questions only because we're running out of time. But he said, can we get a DeFoufinou on my bike after the interview? So he's probably talking about tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. So, all right. So he, if you could Fufanu his bike, Grant Moore would be psyched. Um, let's see. Um, we're going to go with... This is from Mark Patazny. After the demise of 71 North, which I would imagine Castle would warehouse. be... That's Warehouse? That's the Castleberry Trails house. Oh, got it. There's That's a couple the address. Names 71 for North was uh, the address of it. Got it. In the know. He's in the know. So, uh, you've helped carry the torch for the Central Florida scene. How did riding there and mesh mold your current style and who inspired you? Well, and, that was like... That's my... That's... It it made me who I am. Like it made me who I mean. It's the mesh was like the you know Chad's local skate park. Yeah. So we had the trails. And we had mesh, and um, they were like they're like literally like two miles away from each other. Yeah. And um, I mean it made me who I am. Obviously, like every everything about like when I you know when I was like thirteen fourteen, mm-hmm. um, you know I I rode 
skate park. I, that's what I did. I rode a skate park. And, you know, I had brakes and pegs and, you know, I just did all the tail and stuff like that. And it was just like, that's just what I did. Like, that's all I knew. Right. And I would see, you know, guys like, you know, all the local guys like James Covington, Joey Ward, you see Aaron Sarkeesian, Cole Fake, Kyle Painter, all the Ricky Bates, like this, like this whole, the whole Casper scene because they were like 20 years old at the time and they were like full on Hellraisers just going yeah, yeah. batshit crazy. Right. And I was like this little kid, like 13, 14 years old being like, whoa, these yeah, guys yeah. are like really crazy. Yeah. And like, as I, in like riding with them at the skate park, uh-huh. um, as I got older, I like, became you know i would start hanging out with them more like they're like influenced me more to be into like heavy metal and punk rock and just be like more just like formed like the way i am now like just not as like clean cut i guess you could say and just like they influenced my style which influenced my riding which Mm -hmm. influenced everything my mentality about riding and what i was into and everything like because like when you're hanging out with like the older like i always hold out hung out with like older crowd of people Mm -hmm. and like when you hang out with that older crowd of people, it, like, influences you very heavily of, like, these guys are, like, these are the guys I'm looking up to. Like, these are my, like, idols. Like, these are the, right. they, they are just the best. Like, they're, the way they dress, what they listen to, what their, their riding is so crazy. And I'm looking at, like, Ricky, and he's getting, spo- he's sponsored by Shadow, and, like, like they're, like, successful. And I see him in the magazines, and I'm, like, and they're, they're right here in front of me. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. and, um... So, like, that whole scene, like, I, you know, I was, like, 13, and then, like, as I got, like, or, at, no, I was probably, like, 14, as I turned, like, 15, 16, started going to the trails more, getting old enough to where I could hang out at night, and go, right. and, like, you know, my mom trusts those dudes, and they, like, right. and they became, like, you know, like, big brothers to me, they still right. are, you know, and, like, right. and they became, like, some of my best friends, and, like, that whole scene, it was a very wild, is a very insane place the Castleberry house and it was just like parties and fires and just crazy just 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 it was at 17 years old it was the most fun that I could ever have in my entire life and it's um it was it's funny because that kind of brings up like I like which you probably don't know this but I um so when I was I was 18 senior Mm -hmm. in high school um I had gone on a bunch of trips, gone to like China and all these crazy, Russia and all these crazy places. Uh-huh. And um, I came home. My mom was just kind of like, you know, like, what are you doing with your life? And like, right. you can't just go out and stay out however late you want. And I was like, mm. mom, like I travel all over the world. I, I can go, right. I can do what I want. Kind of just, you know, as a teenager, you get, you know, mm. like, just like, I can do whatever I want. No, you can't. You sure. live under my roof, blah, blah, blah. Right, and right. Um, I'm having that fight I right just, now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I, and I packed up all my shit into my car I was still I was senior year in high school packed up all my shit in my car I went I bought a tent and I set up a tent at the trails and uh well it was like the trails in the front yard and it was like the house so it was it was it was my friend's house where all my friends lived and I was like yo can I pitch a tent in the the side yard and they were like yeah sure and I moved out and I moved into a tent at my friend's house and at 18 years old and every single day I would go to school and I would come home and we would ride the jumps all afternoon and then we'd have a huge bonfire in the backyard and we would right. ride the mini ramp and right, we would right. ride the trick jump and we would just, it was just the best. And like I, my, my senior year, I only had to go to school and like for the, uh, 
for until like winter time because I had the second half off because I right. talked like because I was traveling so much. My right. guidance counselor like kind of worked with us about mm-hmm. me be- balancing BMX <laughs> and uh, school and stuff like that. Right. So the second half of the year, like winter time in Florida, is like the trail season. Right. And, like it was just and me. I lived other that ha- house with um, Mark Mulville, mm-hmm. Dave McDermott, um, Ryan Herbach was staying there. Um, Aaron, Joey, James, all the, just all, all the guys. And it was like literally right. every day, like at 17 years old, wake up, ride the trails all day, ride the backyard, go swim somewhere, party at night, go to sleep, wake up, ride the trails all day, ride right. the ramp, have a party, go to sleep, wake up, ride the, like oh every God. single day. And it was just like, and I'm like, I'm living on like my $300 a month Fox check and that's it. And I'm right. like I'm scraping by. Right. And it was like, it was the best time of my yeah. entire life as being yeah. like, like it was my first taste of freedom and it was just like this is the best this is the mm-hmm. like if I could go back any time in my life it would uh-huh. go back to that time because even though I had it, I was making the least amount of money I've ever made and I was living outside in a tent with right. my girlfriend right. and sharing two people sharing a twin <laughs> mattress right. living in a tent it was right. like terrible living conditions right. and just like it. but it was awesome it was awesome, like just riding all day long, right. every single day right. with all your friends, and it was just like it was the best. And it like it made me when I tell people that story, they're like you lived in a tent, like that's you really. And I'm like, it made me who I am. Like right. it made me like every step from there was yeah. just like okay, so I moved from the tent, then I moved into the trailer, mm-hmm. I moved on the trailer on the side of the house. I lived in the trailer on the side of the house, which that right. had like. That was infested with like rats and animals and all right, that, and right. the roof leaked and it was right. terrible. But hey, I was living inside somewhere. Right. Right. Then I rented a room and then I had an apartment and then I got a duplex and now I bought right. a house. So it's like, right. it's like it all happens for a reason. Right. And it's just like, it's to think that like that, like I think back in that time in my life and I was just like, that was so much fun. Like I would give anything to be living in a house with like 10 of my friends paying $50 a month and just riding all day long right. and just partying as hard as we wanted to. And, uh, but yeah, so that was awesome. But yeah, from what he was, um, I mean, I don't know. It's just shaped me. It's just who I am now. Yeah. It's not like a conscious decision. Like right. what he's saying, like, how do you carry the torch and like, how does it influence your style? It's just like, right. it's literally just made me who I am. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like a conscious decision. It's just, this is, this is what I'm into and this is who I am. And, and I don't know. It's just this is the way it is now. Like, it's not like a conscious decision. It's just is I, like. I'm impressed that you still went to school after you moved out because you could have absolutely ducked on the whole. Well, thing I, it was funny because I was still doing like online school, and uh-huh. um, Greg Smith actually lives up here now. He used to write for Sabrosa. I would okay. pay, I would pay him like twenty bucks to do my online assignments. <laughs> And I would pay, I would pay him money. I'd be like, take that and back. he'd be like, and he'd be like, uh, he'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, here, I'll give you 20 bucks. He's like, all right. And he would just like, he would, like, he was a super smart dude. And he would like do it all. He would do the stuff for me. And, uh, uh I, I mean, funny. dude, I, I, I didn't even want to finish school. I was just like, why would you finish school? I moved out. I'm having a great time. Like, this is awesome. Right. And, uh, I talked to my mom about it now. She's like, what were you thinking? Like, why would you right. do that? And I'm right. like, mom, it was awesome. Right. I was like, look where I am now. Right. We're all good. She's like, right. I know, I know, I know. Everything's all good, but yeah. like, why would you do that? And I was like, right. it was awesome. Right. It was sick. Like right. she's like, but it was such a nightmare for me. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, but when I was like, mom, when I'm 17 years old, I'm not thinking about like you. I'm not, I, you know, like I'm not, <laughs> like I'm not thinking that way, and that's terrible. Right. But like, right. like it made, like I said, like it made me the person that I am, and right. I'm never gonna be like I shouldn't have done that because right. if I wouldn't have done that, no, 
it it wouldn't have steamrolled. I wouldn't have been writing every day. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been there when Jeff C showed it to the house to shoot photos. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been there to get the photos and ride. I wouldn't have. Been, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Like I was doing so much and I was around writing so much and Mark Mulville being there and him being a pro and like mm-hmm. you know the Albion came and did a whole article on the house and I was there living there at the time and I was like right. cool like I'll do a backflip over some guy laying in a in a in a tub in the backyard right. and I got a and I got a the opening spread in the Albion it was like you know what I mean so it's like it's like cool it's it's yeah. it all happens for a reason right all happens for a reason and it's right. and it's and it's awesome it was just yeah it was it was kick ass it was it was the funnest time ever but mm-hmm. yeah it's if you if you got to experience the Casper House like you know what I'm talking about it's a very it's hard it's a hard thing to describe but uh yeah it was a special special moment in time there's and houses like it over the years. That's yeah, for yeah. Sure. And it's but like everyone, when you're a but, part of it, it's like it's such a magical thing yeah. because it's like yeah. it's that it's that moment in time when everyone's young, they're not thinking about their future, they just yeah. want to ride, they just want to have fun. Right. And when now it's like hey, you're trying to get your friends together to go ride, it's like almost yeah. impossible. But back yeah. then, it's like I know that I had like six or seven dudes at the house ready to go. Like, hey, right. y'all want to jump in the car and let's go to Daytona? Yeah. Yep, let's go. Like, Thanks, you know what I mean? So that and that's yeah. and that's like that's so priceless yeah, it's yeah. so priceless you can't like you can't you can't make that shit up like no. that's just the way it is like so thankfully yeah. that stuff is still happening from what from what I'm hearing and doing It'll these interviews it's happen. still happening it'll because always it's, happen it's obviously that's the nature it. of the beast yeah. that's bike riding that's all right. of it like the community right. the aspect of it the, the friendship the everything right. like it's that's just the way it is so right. it's really rad but right. yeah we'll see when the hell hands start flying the coop oh yeah <laughs> They have no reason to. Their parents are so awesome. They're yeah. just like their coop is huge. Yeah. Their coop is huge. They don't <laughs> right. gotta go anywhere. Right, exactly. Um, Ryan Corrigan. Oh, sure you know. okay. Uh, let's see. Well, we talked about it's more of a shout out to Ryan because we covered some of these subjects, and Ryan's awesome. Um, how do you feel about leading the way for your your generation's DIY contest scene, which we talked about? Uh, with the Olympics getting involved in BMX, I'm glad to see that you're putting on events and showing that there's more to BMX than contest runs and placings. I hope you keep up the good fight. Um, so that's, you know, we did yeah. talk about that and we talked about the difference between just having a jam. You yeah, know, having yeah. Having a jam and versus it's a, a contest. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. And there's I mean, no right or wrong. It's yeah. just Ryan agrees that keep doing what you're doing yeah 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 it's uh it's yeah thanks man i I mean he's like he's definitely done his part and led the way and like to hear him like say something positive about me and what i'm doing like that's awesome like that's that means the world and like i told him i'll still hold it too i know he's listening to this holding him to it there will if he wants to come build a loop at swamp fest there will be a pile of pallets and a pile of plywood waiting for him for a full loop he he came really close to coming this year, and I'm I'm telling him to clear his schedule for next year yeah. because we're making he's he's coming to Swamp Fest and he's building the loop out of pallets. <laughs> I don't I don't care if it's the last thing I, that happens. He's he's we're gonna make it happen. Nice, you hear heard it here first. Uh, let's see, I'm just gonna shout out a couple of people because we have answered these questions. But Henry McGowan, Jason Barlow, uh, let's see, Linus Pie. I'm not sure who that is. But um, took the time to took the time to ask questions that we've kind of talked about. Um, quick, uh, quick gut answer on this one: Young Lampshade is his, is his username. Wants nice. to know who's your BMX legend. 
my my BMX legend. Yeah, so like my favorite legend or something like that. Of all um, of all time, we'll call him the greatest of all time. Uh, tie between Vic Murphy and Corey Anastasio, probably. There you go. Joey Circo wants to know your favorite band. Favorite band, Leonard Skinner. Wow, you are an old soul. My first my first ever concert. It's literally like a, it's it's like a religion in Florida really? well at least at least for my family like my my dad like beat it into my head yeah. of like Leonard Skinner and it's just like like it's something I can listen to and like they're from like Leonard Skinner's mm-hmm. from Florida right. it's just like it's just that's what I think about when I think about like when I think about home right. I think about home right. I think about Florida like it's 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 a Leonard Skinner soundtrack and that's just it's I know like I like punk rock and metals like that but Leonard yeah. Skinner is my that's my that's awesome. number one. That's that's it's home. Like it's that the one. My to, my my son's turning eighteen in a couple of weeks, and he he's going to a Leonard Skinner show this summer. Really? Yeah. So last tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. my dad was like, I'm buying tickets for the for, yeah. for last tour May 9th. You better you need to make sure we plan like the Sabrosa Atlanta trip like around so where I can oh, okay. where I could go to. He's like, we're going. It's the yeah. last show, and I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm down. Let's right. go. Right. Like that's so, awesome. Yeah, like we're it's like a family. My my whole my 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 mom and dad, my aunts and uncles. It's really it's like a whole it's a thing, man. In Florida, yeah. it's like a at least for my family, it's like a right. special thing. Like every I know like every single member, every single song, every that's single awesome, like, every single thing about it. Yeah. Wow, I gotta lighten up on Pan- this. Pantera is a close one. second, though. Pantera's got a soft spot for me, too. So. <laughs> They're so similar, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just alike. All right, I'm gonna shout out to Mike Cattle, but he already, uh, we already talked about this because he was talking about Mission Mesh at 71 North, or yeah. 71N. Yeah. Which is North. 71 North, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mogif, uh, no, well, he's talking about uh, Mesh, and he wants to know about uh, Dude Bird videos if you want to make a quick comment oh, about God. that. Oh, I'd rather not talk about that. All right, that. we'll leave that alone. All right, uh, we're almost done. Uh, Justin Luong, guy from Up My Way, wants to know your favorite ramp setup ever, ever ridden. Mesh, skateboard, Mesh. guaranteed, done. Okay, what would, stamp it. What would your ideal road trip be? Where would you go? My ideal road trip? What direction? North or, or west or, or northwest? Probably just like going up ninety five, go up ninety five, hit Whip Snake in South Carolina, go up to Bethlehem ride jumps, go up to Long Island ride jump. Like trails is my number one favorite thing to ride, but I never get to ride trails. Literally, it's like I think that's why I like riding them so much because I never, ever, ever, ever get to ride jumps ever, and it sucks. Like people like label me as like a street rider, and I'm like, street's my least favorite thing to ride. Like I love riding wooden ramps and I love riding jumps and right, I just right. I, just because I never get to ride them and it's like that's my favorite thing in the world like that's why I love the woods room here like yeah, it's just like it's like, a co- it's like a combination of like yeah. trails and ramps it's like oh right. my god this is the best thing ever like so yeah you guys yeah. always shock me because you know and same with watching Corey any of those guys yeah. that that you hang with when you come up this way I I associate them so much with, with parks that yeah. you see them ripping up a you see them ripping up trails like the the Swamp Fest. Uh, yeah, Swamp Fest yeah. for sure. But my event with the jump. Oh line, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, they were killing it. They were yeah, all yeah. getting through it. Even yeah. even Big Boy got through it and started pulling tricks. I'm a it. firm believer. In ride everything, man. I I lo- I I'm I'm a strict mm-hmm. ride everything. Like I think like that like that's one thing that I never want to label myself as like a street rider a ramp rider whatever like I ride I like to I'll I'll jump on a ver ramp I'll, I don't care like I, I'll I'll ride I'll ride 
anything and everything, <coughs> and like that's what like right. I know Gary Young talked about is it. like he's like a dying breed of like people being like an all round riders, and I'm like yeah, I'm trying to fly that flag of like being like I'll ride everything, you know. It's just it's just hard for me to find trails to ride because oh, in well, Florida could... it is so hard yeah. to ride jumps you that could, um, it's it's challenge. so hard. But like that's why coming up north is so cool. It's mm. like oh, we get to ride jumps here and well, and like right. yeah. So it's yeah. I, I I trails are like my like my favorite thing in the world to ride. Yeah. I just never get to ride them because right. I never. And when I'm on a trip, it's like I'm with like Simone and guys like that. They don't want to ride trails. Like they right. don't want to go. Like they want to go to a flat ledge spot, and I end up being just like, well, like I'm not gonna be like I don't want to ride street. I want to go to the trails and be like right. the only guy that wants right. to go. Right. I'm not gonna be like that guy. So right. I'm just like ah oh, well yeah. I guess we get to ride trails. Cool if not. Then yeah. Whatever. Like yeah. So so it's just it is what it is, but yeah. uh, you're in a tough, tough spot. Literally, you're in a tough spot, and you know, in more ways than one, when it comes to that. But yeah, if you can balance it, maybe it just maybe that desire to want to do it makes it that much better when you actually get there. Yeah. So that's yeah, you can it look does. at it that way. Yeah, you know? it does. Otherwise, you may just take it for granted. Yep. You know. Uh, all right, we'll ask you a funny one real quick, Kyle uh, uh, Rosinski. On the scale of hillbilly Florida, how southern are you? I try to consider myself to be pretty. I mean, I'm more southern than I would like to be. I mean, what, it's in. It, it's, is it more hillbilly the further south you go? Oh, no, 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 yeah. So, yeah, in Florida, the more north yeah. you go, like more yeah, yeah, more yeah. more towards Georgia you go, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's super backwoods. I gotcha. But then when you go south, like mm-hmm. it starts turning into like commercial Miami, West Palm. Like I hate, I can't stand South Florida. Like it's yeah. not, it's not. Mm-hmm. The people like it's not real. Right. It's not a real place. Like it's not. That is not Florida. That is like. That is like when you retire and you want to get away and be the, by the beach. I mean, now the Keys, that's a different story. The Keys mm-hmm. is like, that's real. Like, Cause that's like, that's a special place down yeah, there. Yeah. Um, in the Everglades, that's like a super special place. But like right. South, the, the Southeast coast of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I mean, I even like the West coast. Like even like in like the wet, like Sarasota, like Bradenton area. I love that area. But like, yeah, West Palm, Boca, that mm-hmm. whole, eh, that's yeah. not, that's not my, uh, right. that's not my cup of tea. Right. But, uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, Jess Granager just wants to say that that uh, thank you for everything you're doing to keep it positive. And he, and he had a comment about your main motivation for positive drive and DIY ethics, but we kind of talked about that too. Uh, let's see. Alan Shirley, you know him. Mm-hmm. Your taste in music has, is amazing for someone your age. What influenced you and who? We kind of talked about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so it would just be say, like, like the group of guys I grew up riding with it, like Mesh and Casper and stuff like that. Like they would just, they yeah. kind of got me into that style of living and that style of music is like that. So okay. I just kind of took it from there and explored myself. Got it. I'm going to combine <coughs> five or six people into one here for right. one question. C.H. Uh, Dank, Corey Wilson, Tom DeStefano, Josh August, Pedal Grinds, Alex Levy, Possibly someone. Um, they all they're they're all pretty much talking about your favorite trick, first trick, um, pedal grinds. Um, you know, it's, it's 
My favorite trick in the world, we were talking about this the other day, is just yeah. flying as fast as you can down a huge hill. That is like the best feeling in the world, especially yeah. when you're with multiple people. Yeah. Like if you're just hauling ass, flying down like a big hill bomb, like yeah. that is, that is the best feeling. Like that's better than any like. Which is so funny. That's better than it's any not even like. A trick. It's no, just like a no, feeling. it's just a feeling. Like it's a, right. it's it's like the best like feeling on a bike, which I mm-hmm. guess would be considered a trick. Right. Um. And I guess, like, if they're talking about, like, Pelegrin stuff, and I guess they're, like, talking about, like, my... Well, he's, like, a, uh, he's asking uh, back or front... Or back or front uh, pedal grind. Depends on the setup. Depends on the spot. I mean, I've been really into pegless grinds lately, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, pegless ice pick grinds. Uh-huh. Like, um, Rob Delecki used to be... I don't know if he... Well, now he has pegs, but... Yeah. Um, Scotty, in his interview, said that Rob Delecki showed up at Incline one time and just pegless grind, like like butter like just so yeah. smooth really yeah. like super good so anyway i just wanted to mention that yeah i know, like you know, uh Rob. yeah 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 the uh i mean the whole pegless thing for me is just like i guess kind of i really liked the like forcing yourself to be creative by like mm-hmm. giving yourself the least amount of options i guess like right like whenever i like i i try to ride every single thing i'm never like i never want to be that guy where we show up at a spot i'm like well i can't ride this because i don't like this or like right. oh I don't have pegs so I can't ride this ledge like no to figure out a way to ride this ledge with no pegs or figure out a way to ride this with no brakes or you know like so I like to like and also like there's not very many people out there that ride no pegs and I like to like I really I just like the creativity of it like, mm. I like like I like being forced to be creative and also mm. like the simplicity of just doing like Instead of doing like a double bar spin or something like that, just doing a tabletop or an X up, right. or, you know, something like that. Like I, I really enjoy like just trying to be creative with it and trying to like bring classic tricks to like modern day setups right. and styles yeah. and stuff like that. So sure. I don't know. I just yeah, yeah. I don't know. And now it's like I can't even imagine myself riding. Like if I put pegs on, all I do is grind. If I put brakes on, all I do is brake tricks. Right. It's like I can't like I can't do a tabletop air on a quarter pipe with pegs. I just feel like this is insane. Like I just don't under like it just feels wrong. Like so. That's, I'm pretty confident that my bike step's going to stay pegless and brake or brakeless and pegless for the rest of my life. Oh man. That's uh that's funny because the the question specifically by this guy Alex Levy was would you rather run pegs or brakes? You're saying neither. Neither, never. Right. I would rather run brakes though. I mean, if I had right. if I had to, I'd probably run brakes. Right. Never pegs though, never. Got it. Uh, let's see. We talked about videos, but just a shout out to Andrew Bupri. Uh, Bupri, I think is how you say his name. Daniel Paul, shout out to him. It's more of the mid school era and your influences. We talked about that. And Feel Good Chubs, I just had to say that Instagram handle because it's just silliness. Um, he's talking about uh, loving the late 90s and early 2000s relics. And. What I want to finish on, which is pretty important. Um, oh man, I are we gonna do two? I'm down. Whatever you want to do. Two more, two more, because it it is getting pretty late. They're gonna close here in a couple minutes. Okay. Um. All right. If you can rip these off quick, uh, if you could pick five riders from any era to go anywhere to ride with, where would you go? And who would you go with? And this is from uh, uh, Jay Medina. This is from your buddy. Five riders to go on a trip with, yeah. or to like, or just like a, like an all star cast. Uh, all star cast from any era. Just pick them, dead or alive. Just uh, five riders. Five riders. Oh, who God. and where would you go? Just um, 
right off the first five that come to mind. We've talked about a few of them, I think. Obviously, Corey Nastasio. Also, I would say, like, Corey Nastasio, Seamus McEwen, Davey Watson. Jeez. Uh, um, it's, it's so hard to, like, name specific riders. Oh, I, this is a wicked hard question. It comes up a lot. Um, it's a good question, but it's a hard one. Um, Josh Stricker. Oh, wow. Number four. Yeah. And then for a number five, I would say... Uh, we'll, throw, uh, we'll throw Kevin Porter in there. Screw it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Josh Stricker, Kevin Porter, Corey Nostasio, Seamus McEwen, and David Watson. I think Kevin listens, by the way. I try to, like... I try to, like... Because, obviously, it's, it's funny because, like, I've always... There's so many good writers out there that, like, I don't... Right. I hate people are like, who like, oh, I like uh, Taj, Ruben, right. Joe, right. Jay Miron, right. Jay Miron. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously we all like them. Like, we all right. like those dudes. Like, right. who are the real guys that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't really ever get their shine mm-hmm. that, like, or Chris Bennett, he's another one, like, I just mm-hmm. think is, like, an outstanding bike yeah. rider that, like, I've right. always loved. Like, his video part, the Demolition video, was, like, one of my favorite video parts of all time. Like, yeah. it's just, like... Just, like, his combos and, like, the yeah. way, like, just, like, the way he does his tricks. Like, it's nothing until he snaps his arms and, yeah. like, he just, like, he just is, like, aggressive. And, like, I love uh, that. I mean, even Mike Aiken. Like, I know that that's, like, a typical one, but, dude, right. I mean, like. Well, truth, like, truth. I mean, that's. Mike that's Aiken, like, if Mike Aiken, like, had never had a crash and, right. like, he was here to, to like, if he was, he, like, on top of, like, BMX as it is right now, like, right. he would be the number one bike rider like he always was and always will right. be but like if he was, hadn't had a crash like he would right. be dominating mm-hmm. bike riding like right. he would just be like dominating right. you know and it's a uh, it's sad what happens and you know we all yeah. love him like that but yeah right. it's uh right. it's uh yeah mike Aiken too i mean yeah. there's so many chris childs he's another one i love like it, i mean his riding's oh, yeah. amazing yeah cody i love cody's riding cody's oh, a, cody's awesome Cody is uh, I mean, He's Chad so- Osborne. I mean, there's there's so many. Like, there's yeah. so many that I, that I love. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah it's hard to just. It's it, I, as soon as I leave this podcast, I'll be like, oh, that I should have said that guy. Oh, he's so yeah. sick. Oh, this. Oh, that dude. Oh, he's so <laughs> sick. Like so, everyone. Yeah. How about everyone. Ben Hill. Ben Hill is another amazing one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the one I wanted to finish on, and this was intentional. Okay. Uh, you're involved in ESPN's Real BMX, the show, right? Because yep. you are actually judging. I am a judge. Along with Scotty and Dennis Anderson, is that right? Yes. Anderson, I'm sorry. Anderson, yes. Uh, with Chris Doyle hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, airing on June 9th, and I've got the specifics on this because I wanted to cover this with Stu before we did the podcast. Yeah, I wasn't even sure. I was like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's talk about this. No, 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 no. I right, talked to him first. It's right, cool. um. Cool. But the the bottom line is uh, fan voting starts on June first. Oh but uh, but you're a judge. Yes, I am a judge. And is this the first time you've judged? Yeah. For it? Yeah. yeah. Which is which is really cool. Yep. Um, so so anyway, I just I just wanted to get your basic feelings on that and get the word out that you are a part of that, and that's coming up quick because all the videos have been submitted. Yeah, all the videos have been submitted. It was uh, the guys in the contest were Brad Sims, Colin Varignac, Corey Martinez, Sean McCanny, 
Tom Dugan and Kevin Praza, I believe. I think that's it. Oh, was there is six that, of them? Is that six? Yeah. There's six okay, people. got it. For um, some reason, so it's I all those dudes. Fun, but, yeah. um, they all killed it, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, no, it was cool. It was it was it was cool. I mean, it was um, it was a really I was I was blown away. Like I was blown away that like he uh, asked. I'm blown. I was blown away that he asked me to judge because mm-hmm. I was like, really me? Like yeah. I'm just some. Yeah, I'm just some like mediocre pro, pro bike rider. I'm not like some like. You gotta start. I'm not like some, some guy credit. like. You, what? I'm not. You keep I, cutting okay. yourself down. I'm not Dennis Anderson. I'm not Dennis Anderson. I'm not Scotty Kramer. I'm not Gary Young. I'm not Chris. I'm not. I I know I'm not on that. But level. you're Trey Jones. But I. It, yeah, but that's just. I'm just some guy that just. You're like, aggravating the hell out of me. But anyways, so, uh, but yeah, so I was I was really I was blown away and I was super like appreciative like to get the right. opportunity to do that right. and um. No, it was really cool because it was like it was interesting because like the video part that one, mm-hmm. um, like I without giving in, any clues. in my head. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say who it is, but like I was very like when I saw the video part, I was like, oh yeah, that guy definitely. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I knew I knew that he had won. And then after we like when we were taping the show, we had to like break it down by like okay, like all these statistics on what makes up a video part. I right. realized. Oh, he has all these elements. Like he uh, he has all these things. So yeah. my overall impression was like, yeah, of course. Right. And then when we went to break it down, right. and we you actually break down the video, you right. realize, oh wow, all these things actually do make the video part great. Like mm-hmm. they actually do all contribute to it. Right. So um, it was really interesting to break down video parts. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. Like I I think that like. BMX video parts shouldn't be like judged on like you know like okay this video part's not good because of no I don't BMX is subjective it's 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 all it's it's like our it's like hey I like this why do you like it I don't know I right. just like it like I just think right. it's good like sure. I you like people's style and you can't you can't explain why you like right. something it's just you like it or you don't and right. Right. um. So I was like really hesitant, and, like, and trying to figure out how to explain that, like right. to a non-BMX viewer. Right. And um, but after doing it and doing it with 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 Scotty and Chris and Dennis, mm-hmm. like it, we really all worked together because I mean we were all a little worried about how to sure. like we're like dude I don't know how to say this like I don't know. and we all kind of worked together like oh well I'll take I I know I know what I want to say here I'll take right. it and we all kind of worked together and it was it was a great crew and it was awesome and it was really 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 fun and it was really good to see all the video parts and it was really interesting to break down video parts into stuff like that but um like i said man i mean i my favorite part of video part of all time is davy watson the shola video it's not filmed well uh-huh. it's not the most greatest writing but for some reason to me it's just the great video part right you know i mean it's just it just right. has it's got what i what i like and i can't you know if it would have been in this real bmx contest it would probably would have gotten last place because everyone like this is filmed really bad this angle was shaky this he was kind of sketchy right. kind of blew his foot off but right, like right. I like that, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, like I said, it was really interesting to break down video parts mm-hmm. into all the different elements that make up a good video part, yeah. and um, it was really cool. It was cool, and it was, you know, they only got three months to film it, so it was really interesting right. to see, like, what all, what well, all happened, so. Maybe you were the balance they were looking for, because Scotty is obviously, you know, he, he's got such an eye yeah. for it, and yeah. he's got the knowledge, because he's done And he's well, extremely well-spoken. Right. So Professional. Maybe, well, yeah. Announced the X Games. Announced the X Games. I just say like, uh, well, right. I don't know. It was like really cool and like rad <laughs> right. stuff. 
But maybe you were the balance because you had you had a different perspective altogether yeah. than Scotty Wood or Dennis. So yeah. So I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be awesome. And yeah, when I interviewed awesome. Tom Dugan, he was actually leaving here uh, when I did yeah, the interview yeah, yeah. here, and he was getting back to Texas to get his last clips in. So I've got I've got this extra interest in like what did he do when he left here? Yeah. You know, and yeah. and to to pull off his last few yeah. clips and stuff. So it was. I, I think it'll be fun, and I think Stu does an awesome job. So. Oh yeah, and there's not a. I mean, he's yeah. the perfect person to kind of pull it off in the yeah. in that whole thing of like trying to make BMX cool, but try to make it like professional and respectable mm-hmm. to like a non BMX viewer as well. So. Right. Um, I think he did a really great job. I think it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a really cool experience. I'm super grateful. Thanks to Stu to. Yeah. For thinking of me to like be. Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like there's so many more important yeah. people that could have. Uh, done it but uh, I'm super grateful that he invited me for sure yeah. Stu gets it Stu yeah. definitely gets it and yeah. he listens to all these so he's going to hear everything you think about this stuff yeah. Stu you so. suck <laughs> I even like that one video that black and white video you made it was weird <laughs> if I didn't have color vid- uh, color color camcorders back then now you're starting to sound like Cottle who, I, who I'm going to see oh, now oh god <laughs> Mike well, do you want to do you want to uh, thank anyone? You want to we sign hear, Well, actually, a funny What's story that? about Mike Cottle. Funny story about Mike right. Cottle. Real quick. Go for it. He's gonna be like, oh, that, 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 never, that never happened. That never happened. But uh, it, uh, uh, James Covington and uh, some friends I cover. I think this is super funny. Yeah. So uh, we went time we were at uh, my grandparents' house. They have a house on the lake, uh-huh. and. Uh, we we're me and James like throwing the football back and forth because we were just like, what are we doing? Like we we're just like joking right. around, and. Uh, we were like, uh, Mike was walking down to the, he was walking it's down to, yeah, last question right here. And he's like, he's, Mike is walking down to the, walking down the water with like a cooler. Uh-huh. We were like, hey, Mike, Steelers. And we threw the football towards him. And he just like, he just like turned his head and just went into like, 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 like just kind of leaned over. Like he was scared of the ball and just kind of hit him in the shoulder and fell off. And he's just like, oh, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like, we're just like, what, man? I thought you're a football fan. He wouldn't even catch the football or even throw it. And he just like walked down the water with like his yingling and like, and, and we were like, we were like, oh, come on, man. Like, Ben Roethlisberger would have caught it. Like, you know, he's like messing with him and shit like that. But yeah. So we're like, they're throwing a football and Mike wouldn't even catch it. And like, he's, he's like the most diehard football fan all the time. So yeah, it was, oh. it was, it was pretty good. We definitely learned that about Mike. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty funny though. He, I'll, I'll he'd be like, I, I, don't, I don't remember that. That, that. that never happened. That never happened. That never happened. <laughs> All right, thank who you want to thank, and then we'll wrap it up. You you set thank the yous. record. How long? Am I, oh, three. What what was John Paul? Two two and a half. Two thirty nine. Damn. Yeah. Three oh five. Nice. He wanted to win it. That's three awesome. hours. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, so actually, big boys in the room. Big boy, you have a question you want to ask? Do I have a question I want to ask you? On the spot. I'm trying to think of something that's like worthy of asking Trey Jones right now. Scotty, you have a question you want to ask? Oh, I got a question I want to ask Trey Jones. Did you ghost ride the bike in New e- in Egypt? Oh! Did you do it? Okay, backstory. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, obviously, Maddie was hanging out with Big Boy a lot. And I was a camper. I didn't even know Maddie this time. Yeah. No. First year Woodward. Well, myself. I... Big Boy was a camper at Woodward while I was a visiting pro, and 
uh, supposedly he told Maddie was talking about me dating Kelsey. Where he's like, "Oh, I hate Trey Jones. I hate that." And uh, and Maddie's like, "Why do you hate Trey?" He's like, "Well, one time he, my 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 called me that. My 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 called me that that he uh he ghost rode my bike in Egypt and a brand new bike I just got and I went to Woodward and he ghost rode it. got a BMX bike and he go where where ghost ride it in 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 Egypt or in ghost ride because they were they I was told they were doing like some subrosis or some shadow stuff and it was like a shadow like subrosis complete. Yeah. And I was told that Trey Ghost wrote it, and ever since then, like he hated me. And I was like, hated no, this me. This dude sucks. Like he goes for my bike, but I had no one. And I, I was, and he like when he, he finally, I was like, I was like, dude, that never. I have no idea what you're talking about. I would not I ghost like, ride a random kid's bike. Instantly, I was just like, I love you, Trey Jones. Yeah. <laughs> instantly, like, and, then, uh, and then he was completely over it. So. It was awesome. But Jamie um, Mark Burnett, still love you though. <laughs> Scott, you have a question you want to ask? Dude, I'm so tired right now. I just stood there and I just. Watched like so many bikes go around in circles. <laughs> it was like NASCAR on bikes. Oh, I, got a, I got a question. What do you want to get for dinner? <laughs> there you go. Oh, Applebee's? Anything. Anything. Yeah, we're going to Applebee's. Yeah, I'm to Applebee's or Sheets, and everyone's leaving yeah. our Applebee's. Sheets! <laughs> Applebee's or she- yeah. Applebee's or a gas station? All right. Well, it's late. So uh, yeah. All right. I'll, wrap it up. I'll do uh, you guys down there. We're yeah, done. We'll be down there. I'll be <laughs> saying his thank yous and we're done. Okay. Um, okay. Thank yous. Uh, well, uh, obviously, my mom and dad. Yeah. Like my dad for taking me to the BMX track for the first time and uh that's another relic I have. I have his first BMX frame that he ever had. So nice. if he wouldn't have gotten into bike riding and he would have been into skateboarding and surfing and then I wouldn't have had the life I have. Right. So uh yeah, but him and my mom were just super supportive. They were like I mean, they drove me to every like my like I said, my dad worked outside in Florida all year round just the leatheriest, darkest skin from the sun that you could ever imagine. Just yeah. would never complain. Took me to skate park every single night till ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Just just loved it every single minute of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so him, my my mom, and then my whole just my whole family, my grandparents, they're all like super supportive of it, and they've mm-hmm. always have been. And right. um, so them obviously, and then my brother for I ride with him all the time, yeah, every single day. Shout out to Dave yeah, Jones. Like it's. I'm surprised we didn't even talk about Jabe the whole time. Jabe, but. sorry. No, did I say Jabe or Gabe? Yeah, but anyways, Jabe, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jabe for the, for everything, and then um, well, that's because we'll do a separate one with Jabe. Oh, we're going to yeah, do a yeah, Jabe yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a good yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Um, we'll get them. But uh, so... You're saying uh, Kelsey, shout out to Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, obviously. Like, it's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous that every single aspect of my life is bike riding, even down to... Right my future wife like right. I met through bike through I met my wife through BMX like right. that's insane yeah so um and then just like Ronnie and Robbie like they're like those yeah. are my dudes like they like they mm-hmm. are the biggest influences in my life like I mean I like I said I wouldn't even be sitting here if it wasn't for them and like right. and then Jerry Batters at Vans Scott Town when he wrote when he helped me out with dance comp stuff I mean right. I mean hell Scotty with hit with the YouTube channel like huge thank you to him like yeah. I mean dude like I was a normal just a BMX pro, like, and I had just, like, a normal following, and then, like, with Scotty's channel and doing stuff with him, like, he has literally, like, like, helped me out Mm -hmm. so much with just everything, and, like, he doesn't have to, you know what I mean? And he, uh, yeah, Scotty has been a huge, 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 huge help to me, and, um, I can't believe that, like, sometimes I look at Kelsey, I'm like, you're Scotty Kramer's sister. I'm like, you know, you know he's, like, a big deal, right? Right. She's like, he's just my brother. I'm like, Else. I watched this guy flip up a hitching post at Roots Jam when I was like 12 years old and it like literally changed my life. Like he is 
insane. You know that, right? I was like, you you know that your brother is crazy. Like right. he's literally, right? He's literally insane. Like right. his level of writing is like right. so insane. She's like, yeah, I know, whatever. Like she's just, like right, not right, impressed right, by right. anything BMX. Like past girlfriends I've had, they're like. Wow, you're a pro BMX. Really? Right, That's so right. cool. She's just like, uh, what you get? A, you didn't even get an X Games. You didn't even get an X Games invite. Like you're not that big of a deal, you know? So shut you down. Yeah, it's like my brother. My brother's won the X Games like four times, so it's not right, right, right. Deal. She keeps um, you in check, huh? Yeah. So and the Kramers, just I don't know. Everyone, everyone, yeah. my friends, everyone. everyone. Like, gotcha. every, yeah, it's just I mean, like like I said, like everything happens for a reason. I would yeah. be sitting in this chair and not in an interview if it wasn't for yeah. everyone in my life. So. Absolutely, and there's plenty of people that want to thank you. Yeah, you know, hopefully that's, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully. There's no question. I've I know. Had, plenty. I've had a, I've had a pee since like since like the first hour mark. Pretty good, pretty good holder Hell of it. for two hours. Yeah, not bad. I successfully. <laughs> I somehow I beat John Paul Rogers in a talking competition. No. That's that. That says a lot. That says a lot. Oh, not only did you win the the nationwide contest, but you you definitely won Longwood. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Yeah. it's awesome well I appreciate you doing this I really do I know I took yeah, a lot was, of time out of you riding no dude I, I, I was looking forward to it I was like because oh, like, oh. I whenever I see the podcast pop up mm. and I like look at the time like oh I don't have a, oh well okay like whenever I see like John Paul's like two and a half an hour so I'm yeah. like oh yes this is gonna be awesome yeah, yeah, like yeah. I put I like it takes me like a few days to like listen to the whole thing but I love yeah. it like I, just oh, put on, I put it on my radio in my backyard and just work on the ramp and just like just listen to it. And... It's totally meant to take time. Like people, no, it's cool. Like, I love it. I, I love the long that, ones. I yeah. love. I I love. Yeah. Like and even, like I'm supposed to do. Um, it's, it's crazy. I'm supposed to do a podcast with uh, um, Kip Williams and Chip Riggs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spaith Brothers. When I get home. Yeah, yeah. So um, those guys are great. Yeah, if you guys like BMX podcasts. Yeah. Go check out Space Brothers, yeah. Chip Riggs, and Kip Williams, and, and they podcast. will have a whole nother they just, set they of want, questions. Yeah. And they like, just and, well, it's cool because they're from Central Florida, so like they have like local questions. Oh sure. Like all like they know because they know like all like. If I'm like, yeah, you know, I remember this one spot, like, oh yeah, someone so built that spot, blah, blah, blah. you know, mm-hmm. like, so they'll they'll know all the all the little details, but um, yeah, yeah so um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I have, I'll probably have already recorded this by the time this one comes out. I mean, yeah. I'm supposed to do the Kip one um early next week, so yeah, those, if you guys, if you guys like this one, go listen to me to say the exact same thing all over again. Yeah, that's not there, true because I I did mine with Ronnie, of course, so I yeah. knew what Ronnie said to me, and uh, they did theirs with Ronnie. Yeah, totally, it was completely different stuff. Totally different yeah. angle, you know. Some of the stuff overlap, but not much yeah, at yeah, all yeah. for the length of time. Yeah, yeah. it was it was yeah, totally it was interesting to me because I was hearing things that we didn't touch on. Ronnie yeah. and I didn't touch on, and we wouldn't because yeah. I didn't grow up with Ronnie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it was uh, it was good. I as as Stu Johnson says, he's like more the merrier. This yeah. uh, this entire thing, including podcasts, is it's all DIY. Just yeah. have fun yeah. with it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be more BMX podcasts and stuff like that. So I'm stoked that you're like doing them and you're consistent with it and you keep doing them and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's rad. Yeah, I, it's, I, I love, I love it. I really, really like it. So. That's good. I'm glad. I'm you glad. texted me the other day while I was listening to your podcast. I was like hearing your voice and I was like, Joe Dory texted. I was like, whoa, that's weird. Like I'm listening <laughs> to Joe's voice right now and he texted me. Like, that's, that's really so weird. Funny. But that is yeah, funny. cool. Well, but, I guess that's it then. Yeah, awesome. Thank cool. you. I Thank you so it. much, man. No problem. I had a, a great time. Awesome. That was rad. Damn.